Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Cast Brothers Roster Redux Edition. We are here with our N64 episode of our uh, complete reimagining of the Super Smash Brothers roster. Uh, as always, myself, Zantuck, am here. We've also got Jono, our usual co-host who has only ever missed one episode of the podcast, I think, or was it two? I think it's just been one so far. And it's just been one. It's just been one so far. There was almost a second one. It's almost a second one. Uh, and unlike <laughs> the previous two episodes in this series, we have a new guest on. Well, not new. A new guest for this particular special series. They've been on the show before, though. But three, four times? It's been a number of times. Curb Walker is back. Uh, he has been temporarily released from his confines. To uh, join us for another episode. I'm not going back. You want to bet? Yes, I bet. Okay, well, you will. <laughs> I would like to see you try. All right. Well, considering that there's another episode that we have you scheduled for this uh, season, I can guarantee you you're going back in the dungeon. No! Yeah. So you better behave or there will no. be a snake let loose to come get you. Roll in the dungeon. Oh boy! Kelly Bell aligned series. Hold on. Their references. I mean, <laughs> no we, all, we all know. We all know from the last two seasons what episodes you're going to be back on for this season. It's no mm -hmm. secret. We're finishing out that whole thing, but that's not what we're here for today. Ice cream party. Apology cupcakes, actually. Oh, uh, it is. Yes, it is. It is time for the N64 episode of us remaking the roster for Smash. We started out with the NES, adding 10 characters. No, sorry, 8 characters to that initial roster. We added 8 more to the Super Nintendo episode. And now we're here to add an additional 10 characters for Super Smash Brothers 64. For a total of 26 characters. Oh now, boy. Oh yes. Now, as a brief overview of what we've already added, uh, for you video watchers, you can see the roster as it currently exists up on the screen. For you audio listeners, here's who we got so far. We've got Mario, Bowser, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Link, Ganon, not Ganondorf, but Ganon, Samus, Pit, Little Mac, Takamaru, Yoshi, Kirby, Ness, Marth, Simon Belmont, and Mega Man X. By the end of this episode, there will be ten more names there. And I fear as we get further and further into the series, I'm going to have to say a lot more names. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what a crew. What a crew. I mean, it's a solid roster so far. Uh, I think there's really only a couple characters that you might say... Uh, aren't the necessary building blocks, but that's kind of necessary when you're starting out with NES and SNES. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Limitations? Limitations might be the word I'm looking for. That'll work. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we can reveal our characters, we need to go over what the rules are, what our restrictions are for uh, this episode's newcomers. First of all, as I mentioned, 10 new characters on each of our lists, so which will be narrowing down from a total of, well, 30 max, because, you know, we might share a few, down to just 10 across our list. So, 
we'll get some mm-hmm. rating as we always have had to do. Uh, from now, we have we are upping we are allowing characters that have been released up to January thirty first, nineteen ninety eight. So if they didn't exist by this point, in reality, they cannot be added to Smash because they don't exist yet. Kind of, kind of obvious. Can't add a character mm. that hasn't even been created. We'll get some exceptions uh, starting the next episode because there were characters who were added before their game was released. But that's not today. Uh, the only other rule for today is uh, we are continuing with a limited amount of third-party characters. In a previous few episodes, we could only add a total of one third-party each, but now we can have up to a maximum of four third-party characters, so we can each have only two on our list. Will we add two onto the roster? Don't know. We'll find out. Could could be one. Could be zero. Could be two. Could be. It I just won't be more than two. Indeed. I do, before we get started, I do think you missed one quick rule. I did? Uh, yeah, from the, the rules, uh, when a god kid reveals who their fairies are, they what? and their witnesses should have their memories wiped. That is okay. that is fair. That is in the rules. <laughs> what in the world? It is. I, I would like to reiterate the fact that I, I don't know, you know, the game could reveal more characters by the time this episode gets uploaded because this is being done way in advance. But if Timmy Turner's not in Nickelodeon All Star Brawl 2 as a playable character, what the fuck? You've dropped the ball again, Game Mill. <laughs> I don't okay. know if there's legal things stopping him, but goddamn, put Timmy in the game. Or at least yeah. Jorgen von Strangle. That's honestly my personal pick. Give me Jorgen. It's going to be Doug Dimmadum. I mean, honestly, there's a few good options they could choose from that aren't to me. Like, Crocker would actually be a an interesting choice. Also true. Also true. Indeed. That said, we're not making a roster for Nick Lewis and All-Star Brawl. Uh, oh, I, have, I have made one before. <laughs> I did make a 50-character roster uh, when the second game was uh, rumored, but uh, that's not today. Maybe someday. <laughs> All right, so that's the void. The void. It's, it's very dark and beautiful. This is, a, this is where our friend Eric lives. We he grew up here. I thought he was from Canada. What's the difference? Oh, ho, 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 no. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, uh, here's our, uh, our we got rid of the stage graphic. It's now the big black void graphic. Maybe we could have the stage behind the character pictures next time. I might try that. I just wasn't sure it was, you know, things. Well, well I might try it with the presentation next time around. But I don't have that prepared for now. I mean, I could, but I haven't looked at how it looks. So we're not doing it. Instead, we're going to reveal our characters one by one. And I'm going to start. So, uh, for me, on my list, I'm going to start with the character that I think is the single most obvious choice. Like what, like what we did for SNES, where Kirby was like the, okay, you kind of need to include Kirby. It's, you have to. Uh, this time around, that obvious need this fucking character, it's Pikachu. Mm. Okay? It's not Jigglypuff seen from above. It's Pikachu! <laughs> Pokemon? What? 
not every game explodes into popularity on release. Some take a few years, but Pokemon, if the internet was as big as it is now when Pokemon first came out, it would kill the internet. Mm-hmm. Pokemon was huge immediately. Pikachu uh, is the face of the franchise uh, because of the anime, and the anime was uh, decently released by, by the point that character would have been chosen for this. So mm-hmm. absolutely going with Pikachu here. Absolutely. What a controversial first choice. I don't think so. Uh, Quite a hot take. (laughs) I think Pikachu would break the internet indeed in in this era, you know, and and maybe the Wii era, whatever, when when the internet took off. It could effectively kill the internet too, though, with 100 people talking about it on game FAQs back then. (laughs) Uh, Everyone's bandwidth would be lost or their cable would give out. Uh, so I guess it still is the case. It would, it would be a big cultural milestone, though. I mean, back in the '90s, pretty much when, when right when Pokemon came out, it was a worldwide hit. It was it was kind of crazy. It was a zeitgeist. Yeah, um, like if there was a Smash Dojo like site for this hypothetical re- revisioning, mm-hmm. uh, Pikachu would be the first newcomer revealed easily. Oh, and the site would crash. All those all those JPEGs that loaded up at once gone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Pikachu is on my list too. Uh, may as well get it out of the way. Not to say we're going to pick Pikachu, but Pikachu deserves to be on the list. That's true. We may not choose Pikachu. Which feels blasphemous <laughs> to even suggest. But, uh, Curb, who's your first uh, character you want to reveal? I think we really should just get it out of the way. Because I think we all picked Pikachu. Did we? So, I mean, if you're saying it, it must be true. Pika Pika! <laughs> yeah. Now, 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 as I said in previous episodes, just because the characters are on all three of our lists, that doesn't mean they're going to make the cut. But... Well, it, it's kind of like... Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. It's kind of like Kirby on the previous list. It's It's kind of a given. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, the next one for me, uh... Pikachu! Pikachu again! <laughs> yeah, Pikachu again. Here, let me just, uh, hide them. Oh, yep, there we go, Pikachu 2! <laughs> Here they are, uh, it's Pikachu Libre from Pokémon Tournament. No, I still am mad that they added <laughs> Pikachu Libre into that game. When you already had the Libre Pokémon! <sighs> Pikachu! <laughs> Uh, but oh I'm going to go for one that I think might be a different kind of a sell here. Uh, I'm going to go for Celif from Fire Emblem Genealogy of the Holy War and Thrasia 776. Uh, I don't think Thrasia was released by this point. I don't think it was. But it was definitely, they definitely knew that they were going to be making it. And Celif is one of the lords in both titles. Uh, I, re- I went with Celif over his dad Sigurd, who is more the main character, at least of the first half of genealogy, because of because uh, they knew Thrasy was going to be a thing. So you know you get to have the character that's leading both games, and just because ever like, this is this has been a future knowledge, but everybody talks about Sigurd, Sigurd, Sigurd. It's like all right, well I'm going to throw out Stella because you guys aren't. Yeah, and Sigurd. Uh, spoiler alert for a thirty-plus-year-old game dies. That's true. <laughs> 
midway through, he gets blown up by oh, a meteor. Oh my! Magic so, is everything. Uh, magic is everything. Uh, he, he's a cool. He's a cool character, and and the whole death thing hasn't stopped Sephiroth from being in Smash proper. That's true. Uh, I mean, death <laughs> doesn't stop Sephiroth. Period. That fucker is trying to remake his own timeline right now. Also mm. true. Also true. I, I fully um, that theory. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, right. Interesting choice. Cool choice. You're right. It was a whole new cell because it's cell if. <laughs> no, you did not. I did not actually. <laughs> I'll I'll note that um, Selif is an NPC in in three CS seven seven six, but still he's important. Um. Okay, my next pick is uh going to be this individual. We spoke about them during the Super Nintendo episode as well, when their game was, was kind of a breakout hit, but they were they didn't make it that time. Maybe they will this time. We'll see how this goes. It's uh, Fox McCloud. It's not Fox, Fox McSunny? Series. <laughs> it's definitely no, not Dave, Fox McSunny. No. Dave, David would have chosen him. Okay, can we not with that here? Huh? No. I'm just referencing our friend. No, Jono. Okay. Jono. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, Fox, um, we considered him in the last one, but we weren't really sure with uh, SNES uh, Smash limitations that we would have at the time, if it would work well enough, because, uh, you know, he hadn't really stepped outside the R-Wing yet. But hey, by this point, we got Star Fox 64. It could happen now. We sure do. All right, Kurt. Um, who is okay. next on your side of things? So I think it's only fair that if I'm going to, if it's my number two choice, I think it's fair I reveal the ultimate player two, which would be Me. Luigi. Ah, yes, Jess, the scaredy cat of scaredy cats. Mm-hmm. Mama. Uh, I was reviewing, I was thinking, like, you know what, as it's going on, it's expanding on different existing ones, and we do have Mario M. Bowser, and looking through a lot of the other options that we had in terms of who else we would add, the most reasonable choice for me is Luigi, that I thought so. And that is why I've got Luigi on here. I actually forgot Luigi wasn't already on the list. Oh! <laughs> it seems like such a such a given, but also... I guess not. a lot of these people do a lot of a lot of the, like after reviewing the last one there was a good chunk i'm like oh they're not on yet oh interesting oh wow yeah yeah there's mm -hmm. it's it comes from the fact that when you have to try and think about things from like one where nintendo was at the time with their mindsets and also just the capabilities of the hardware at the time look at look at uh bowser for nes can you imagine the nes sprite from super mario brothers working in a fighting game <laughs> no, absolutely fucking not. Now, sure, they'd have to. They probably make new sprites for everything, but it's just hard to imagine because he wouldn't really have much to really do yet. Similarly to Zelda, Zelda's in the first Zelda game, but is there anything for Zelda to do in Smash yet? No. Thank yeah. You. Right. Uh, things that was part of this in waves. 
that I remember that being part of the discussion when I revealed my list because like ones that it's like I'll, I'll get to it later, but there were like certain ones where it's like at this point they didn't have much to do. Yep. So I like I like if if it was like all encompassing, yeah, they'd be on my list. But I'm trying to consider what they were u- using those characters for at this point moment in time. Yeah. So it's like I can't, I can't fairly do that. Yeah. So and, and Luigi is one that mm-hmm. I actually uh, made an argument for in the Super Nintendo episode. Uh, but there were more unique choices to go for. It's like, this is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for my third choice, uh, this character, hmm. How do, how do I talk about them? Well, first of all, let's just, let's just throw them off the board. It's Meta Knight from the Kirby games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I th- Smash proper waited a bit to add anybody besides Kirby from the Kirby franchise, but I don't think we need to do that here. And when it comes to the Kirby characters, after Kirby, you gotta add Mennonite and King day to day. It's just a matter of who first, if not both. I opted not go for both because we're only adding 10 new characters right now. And I thought we can just do one at a time. Uh, and I went for Mennonite over King day to day because we've already got a couple of the characters that are, you know, on the heavy side with Bowser and Donkey Kong. In uh, Mennonite, I'm just like, okay, here we have a low to the ground fast character. With the so we've got all the sword fighters, but they're all just like they're people. Mennonite, a little bit of a not exactly human. Kind of like a just like a sphere, really. Yeah, a sphere with a sword and wings, and legs and hands. Cool. What a guy. What um, a guy. And a, and, a, and, a, and a thick Spanish accent too. What a night. Na- what. Uh, in the box <laughs> cartoon, yes, he's Mennonite has a Spanish accent. Wow! Ooh, yeah. I need to go back and watch that. <laughs> and King Dedede with the clava that dare Kirby. Kirby, that's me. Yep, yep. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, may as well just bring that out of the gate now. Next up on my list is King Dedede. Likewise, I did not have Meta Knight and King Dedede on my list. Uh, I opted for King Dedede uh, because I like bringing in a a villain choice, and I think uh, he he's more of the definitive. Like they're they're both anti heroes at this point in Kirby history, though he's kind of more of like the the main boss or antagonist in, in multiple worlds of, of Kirbydom, um, at least leading up into the big Eldritch horror that tends to be the final boss in Kirby games. Yeah, uh, is yeah. the villain when he's brainwashed, or Kirby is confused? Like, <laughs> that seems you stole awesome, my cake! Though. No, I didn't! I'm gonna beat you up for stealing my cake! I didn't! Oh god! So yep. DD Gaslighter confirmed. No, no, Kirby's stupid. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it makes him easy to gaslight still. Yeah, no. and he, no, uh, you are I like his hammer and how he lays down. What? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, he can lay down. What a thing. What a good Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> like, what was that tangent? Okay. So, here's the thing. Do I break the tie now? 
I mean, there's on no this debate? tie breaking. The, the debate hasn't happened yet. Which yeah, is true. Chose. It is. No, I'm going to jump, go somewhere else anyway. Um, there is someone that is kind of like, uh, from my experience with Smash from the very beginning was there. So it felt very wrong to not have them on this list. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I need a little Falcon Punch. <laughs> this was my brother's like my brother's main went between him and Samus so I always there was a lot of Captain Falcon in our household nice mm-hmm. Captain but, Falcon no go on no, no go ahead Captain Falcon is an interesting one because much like Fox uh, he's not typically seen outside of the ship because you know he's a racing game character uh, but what what's really weird with him is in reality, and there's still conflicting information about this, even with Sakura revealing some stuff, uh, but Smash started out not as a Nintendo Fighter game, but just like using original characters. And the models, or at least one of the models, was kind of retrofitted to become Captain Falcon. But with Smash having a different origin here, that origin for Falcon doesn't exist anymore. Whoa. Yeah. That not to say like what? Falcon won't be a person, but the reason that he's chosen would be much different this time around. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. All right. So for my fourth pick, let's see here. Where where can I jump at this point and still be different in theme? Let's go for. You know what? We pre- we haven't really gotten to establish this type of character yet. Smash likes to give us retro picks. But when you start with the NES, obviously there can't be a retro pick. And it doesn't really make sense to have a retro pick on SNES either. Because, I mean, it's just one console ago. But I think we can establish that now. And my choice is Balloon Fighter. From Balloon Fight. Could go with Game & Watch. Could go with the Ice Climbers. Could go with... Goku from Yuyuki. But I like Balloon Fighter. I, I think he would be a very unique take on a character. Much like, you know, the reason why the Ice Cream was eventually added. Uh, with his balloons having a very floatiness to him. Kind of like an opposite of the eventual... Uh, well, I guess that really, really eventual because we added Little Mac in the first game. Kind of like an opposite of Little Mac. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've always liked the Balloon Fighter choice, the the idea of Balloon Fighter playable in Smash, which I think was kind of canonically something Sakurai had in mind as one of the retro picks that he may have chosen since Melee, and has just kind of been punted off and punted off, um, along with Excite Biker and Mock Rider back in those days. Uh, it would be a besides the mechanic absolutely working, as Zantok has shown in. Um, on Smashtopia already with his Balloon Fighter moveset. <laughs> Shout out to the Smashtopia wiki. Um, I, li- I like the pick. I and, it, and it's a good tribute to Iwata as well, being one of the uh, first NES titles he developed. Um, all that to say, uh, I have a retro pick as well. And it is something you mentioned, but it's not Balloon Fighter. It's Mr. Game & Watch. Uh, the guy himself, the, the progenitor of Nintendo gaming, uh, 
pretty much for all the reasons he made it in Melee in our, in our world, I would say, in this third installment and this fictional universe we're, we're working on, uh, he would be a fine pick for now. And that's that. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely see it's like Game of Watch is even more so with, like, when he was the retro pick. Like, he, he feels like the retro pick of retro picks. Like, like the, the cream of the crop of it. It's like, oh, that's where, like, your brain would immediately go to. So that's what I'm thinking seeing this. I mean, he's the oldest yeah. one. That is true. He's yeah. true. Unless you included a uh, walking Ultra Hand or Nintendo's Love Connector, it's the oldest thing you can do. Or, or Napoleon, Napoleon from Hanabuda cards. cards. I knew it was coming. Or the Mini Kangaroo or Discoon. I guess. Okay, so there's some. <laughs> well, no, I think no Discoon would be younger. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, there you go. There's some guys. But Mr. Game and Watch is the the Mister of this world, indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next is mine. Okay. So which one do I want to reveal? So this one is a bit of an interesting one. And I think it's appropriate to do this because I'm looking at this list a lot. You got a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of animals and such. And I'm kind of thinking, also from what I noticed from the main thing, we only have Samus as the one girl. So Mm -hmm. there is one that I wanted to bring up from a Fire Emblem game, actually. Oh. Despite the fact that I've never actually played any of the games. But in doing, mm. my res- in doing my research and going through them, I thought this would be a great addition. And that would be Tiki. Oh, sweet. I was going, th- I was going through the list, reading up on them, and I, I liked a lot of the characters for it. Because like, one of the ones that would be like a, like, felt like the go-to would be, uh, I believe it's Celica. Because yeah. she's one of the main player ones. But, I, like, kind of what we were mentioning earlier, like, we don't anything too samey, and I was worried about any sort of overlap with any of the other Fire Emblem that may have been picked already kind of thing. But Tiki mm-hmm. really stood out to me, and I know that Tiki is someone that is much more commonly associated with the series, from what I'm understanding as well. And I, I really liked Anna's design from Fire Emblem. I would have loved to, but I don't think... She, like. As a character, it sounds like she's not really a player character. So I'm like, well, I feel like it's someone that you'd want to play as, kind of more so. And it's like, it tends to be more so that than the others, like or like main character protagonist situation. So I like a lot of Tiki stuff. And with some a lot of the current roster seemed a lot more brawler situation. So like kind of more of like the different kind of fighting styles. I thought Tiki would bring a interesting one to the uh, to the arena. Tiki is an interesting choice, yeah, because she's not a um, a sword fighter or any of that. She's a mannequin, so she transforms into a dragon and she does shit. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. actually interesting. she's actually in two games at this point: uh, the original Fire Emblem and then uh, Mister the Emblem. Uh, and to speak to the other characters you mentioned, Curb Celica, she's one of the two protagonists of the second game. But um, the reason why I skipped over is because, well, that was the second game. We've moved on at this point. And Fire Emblem is much like Final Fantasy in that regard. But, um, and then Anna as well. Anna, at this point, I want to say she's a shopkeeper in the first game, or she's a tutorial character. She doesn't actually become, mm-hmm. like, a character until much later in the timeline, not till uh, the DS era. Awakening. 
Yeah, uh, no, no, 3DS would be, yeah, 3DS. <laughs> yeah, so Anna Anna would not have been, Anna would have been laughed off the stage at this point. It's like, you, yeah. girl, you are a headshot PNG. That's all you are right now. <laughs> Literally. No, I believe it. Yeah. All, all three of those choices, Tiki, Celica, and Anna, I would love to have them in Smash now. Yeah. And they would, yeah. they would, they would all be fresh choices now, um, actually, but... Tiki, I, I, Tiki's I have ideas for all three of them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. Nice pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so my next one, I think I'm going to go down the obvious path at this point. We're, you know, kind of gotten into a few, uh, perhaps, our choices. But, uh, yeah, it's his time to shine. It's Luigi. Get him. Yeah. Get him. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I think, I you know, the reasons why we left Luigi in the dust and the NES and Super Nintendo ga- uh, games, I think, is valid, um, you know, just because there were they were smaller rosters and there was more to go around with choosing more unique movesets. But at this point, Luigi is too big of a character to turn down, I think. Yeah, easily. Uh, so, I, yeah, my, my next one is indeed also Luigi. May as well get it out of the way. All right. Curb, who do you have for us next? So I did want to ask a comment real quick, because just to touch on Luigi, since I already revealed him, that kind of made me think of the stuff like, oh, well, they didn't have much to go on at that point. And that keeps making me wonder, like, the idea of, like, what if, like, not saying this is what we're doing, but, like, Luigi didn't seem to have his own main game until, like, the mansion, like, however longer that is farther down the timeline kind of situation, was just something I was thinking of. Well... Mm -hmm. Smash, and you know, we, we say that some characters don't have anything to do yet, but at the same time, we also acknowledge that Smash makes things up a lot of times. Luigi's, uh, what's it, Luigi Missile Attack? Yeah, that's that's made the fuck up. <laughs> that that doesn't exist. Missile Attack? Green, His side yeah, special. Green Missile, his side special. Mm-hmm. Where he explodes forwards like a rocket. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. the, so you know, there is room to be creative, uh, even though we've kind of poo-pooed out on it with some characters, like we were talking about with Zelda. But, you mm-hmm. know, also in NES, Zelda is a PNG. Mm-hmm. So Zelda's a sleeping PNG in the first Zelda game, so it's kind of a no there. But yeah. with Luigi, uh, you know, it's more fine. And also... Luigi and Mario, you kind of expect them to be similar, because that's how they've always been up to this point, anyways. Right. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's like if, if there's going to be a samesies between characters, this makes the most sense. Yeah, and they yeah. could easily make them unique because you know Mario has fireball, super jump punch, uh, the cape, um, and then the Mario tornado. He does not have the Tanuki in Smash. But <laughs> as I was about to say, they give Luigi. Other power ups like the raccoon suit or the frog uh, suit. Yeah, you, so you can also go more unique. Hmm. Yeah, you, you you could, and you can even go into the spinoffs, Mario Party, or um, even Super Mario Two or Tennis or whatever to to build his move set at this point. Oh God, are we going to argue Luigi as the spinoff character and just completely shoot out Waluigi's chances later in the future? <laughs> No, Uh-oh. because in this universe, Wal- Waluigi's mansion is made. Wah! Oh, 
well, which is actually it's actually not a haunted mansion thing though it's more like leisure suit larry yeah, Wal waluigi <laughs> no. is actually not available for a while he, he yeah he because he's not on mm -hmm. is he even available in the gamecube cutoff i wonder mm. no Zelda and ganondorf from ocarina of time anyway aren't for this one so yep all right, but then back to my list, yeah, because I I I, I, tan I yeah I tangented with Luigi. So because both of you have revealed someone on your list that's a little more either anti-hero or villainous on it, and I was trying to think of it having a couple people or people. Well, this one isn't even a person. Uh, c characters that are more like okay, kind of has the more devious side, the mischievous side for it, and. Mm -hmm. This one, it, this guy is total mischievous gremlin energy. So, like, there's no way that I, like, I, 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 it took a bit and I finally came around to putting him on my list, but it is Gengar. Oh. <laughs> nice. That, Look at him. Nice. It's a very and, unexpected choice. And, because I, I, there was a lot of Pokemon that were on our starting list for, like, ones that we would consider. And we could have considered any of them. Yeah. So I was just looking, mm -hmm. I was, like, trying to make sense of it. And I think that was a big thing when I was finalizing my list and talking to Zantok about it. Uh, we were going over even, like, the anime for, like, when stuff was big on everything. And with the, an with the episodes that had released and stuff, I think one of the big memorable ones that stuck with people was the ghost shenanigans that Ash had at Lavender Tower. So like, mm -hmm. it Ash just fucking died that episode. I know Gengar was there for it. <laughs> it, it just, I, I feel like that's like a big part of the series where it's like, okay, I see it. I think he should like, I, if it's like, I could, I could like, and Gengar is like, I think it's pretty certified fan favorite in that sense where like, I think that's a big enough deal. I would, I think he would fit very well, and like he. He just screams like he would ha have so much mischief out to be on the arena. So that's I, that's what I wanted him for. I mean, if I got if I was if I had to add one more Gen One Pokemon to Smash proper, Gengar would be my choice. Sorry, Meowth, but Gengar would be my choice. Mm-hmm. Gengar is also prominent in the games, isn't he? Where where Gengar is one of the first Pokemon that you see in the opening yeah. animation for Gengar Red and Rhino. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What did you say? Gengar and Rhino. Knit a rhino. Yeah. Hold the phone. What? Hold on. Yeah. We're stopping the episode. Go watch Nidoran the fucking intro. They say knit a rhino in the intro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's been so long. I've always. Wow. How did they mess it up that bad? What do you <laughs> mean? Mess what up? It's knit a rhino. <laughs> you say knit a rhino. Okay, when Nidorino, Nidorino, when they appear later in the anime, do they still call it Nidorino? I'm sorry, I'm saying we're going to be using the anime's pronunciations as godlike truth. Let's see how many re how many different canon pronunciations there are for Rayquaza and Arceus. There are several fair, but... conflicting canon pronunciations for those two. So no, I would say it how I'm going to say it. Oh no. <laughs> Nidorino. This is how the metaverse breaks. It looks breaks. like a rhino. <laughs> Fuck you. Nidorhino. And also, it's not Rayquaza. Well, well, Rayquaza sounds really Rayquaza bad, actually. sounds like shit. Rayquaza is a stupid name. It's Rayquaza. Fuck you. 
and then Arceus is perfect because <laughs> then when yeah, when Friggin Legends Ar came around, I used to say the Arceus, and then we had Type Null come out with the RKS system, which is clearly supposed to be referencing Arceus. It's like, okay, well, I guess Arceus makes more sense. It needs to be Arceus because then when Legends rolls around, I can do all my work through my Arce phone <laughs> instead of my Arc phone. Don't you do that? <laughs> no. I think you're talking out of your arse. <laughs> no, that's that's a booty call. That's different. <laughs> that's a normal day for you. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I don't think that's the burn you think it is, but okay. <laughs> it is when you're on the street corner. <laughs> it's my street corner, at least. Yeah, I know. You're there every night. Good lord. Move on. It's your turn. Your Moving on. How, how, do we, how do we go from Gengar to Booty Call? Can we, like, get the flowchart for that? Uh, how do the we flow not? The flowchart is Gengar to Nidorino to Uaho. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Alright. <laughs> uh, Alright. Right. We've all revealed half of our rosters now. Let's get into more. Uh, you revealed a Pokemon. I think I'll reveal another Pokemon now. Uh, there, there's 151 choices. Granted, some of them aren't realizable, like Magikarp and Goldeen and honestly, all the fish. All the fish. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, but there are several Matthew. good choices. Uh, you could easily narrow it down to something like, you know, 10, 20 or something like that, or like valid options. Uh, so it can be hard to pick, like, what's a good Pokemon to add in. Uh, but I only picked two. I picked Pikachu, and I picked Mewtwo. He is... Th there's a couple reasons I went with Mewtwo. One, it's number... It's the, the big one. You know, he, he is the legendary Pokemon. Yeah, sure, there's Articuno and the other fucking birds. Raikou from Gen 9. Mm, what? what mm, we just had the thing about pronunciations... And I just said I pronounce it how I want to, so I can't mm, control it. Anyways, Mewtwo. <laughs> the legends of the Raiko. Legend of legends. I guess it is Raikou. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Like, e even, even now, when there are a thousand fucking Pokemon, Mewtwo is still the legend of legends. Unless you, you know, you can argue Arceus. Sure. But Mewtwo is the guy. I... Uh, and considering back then, Psychic Type was because of how they broke the games. Psychic Type was OP as fuck. Mm-hmm. Broken. Mewtwo stands out a hell of a lot. Also, we were kind of talking about the anime and how many episodes would have been out by this point. Uh, Mewtwo, the first movie, would not have released at this point in the timeline, but they absolutely were working on it. There's no way that they weren't. Uh, granted, I didn't check the dates. Maybe I should have. But I think it's fairly safe to say that the, the movie was in the works, and the Smash team is going to know that. And I think mm -hmm. there's, that's reason enough to at least think about Mewtwo. Sure. Good choice. Um, both good choices on the Pokemon front, guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Mewtwo at the time was, was huge and still is. Um, and you're absolutely right that if the Pokemon movie were in the works or it was released or whatever, if it was unreleased, then Sakurai, whoever's developing it, would know. Because as we know from, from our universe of Smashdom, the Pokemon company keeps Nintendo and Sakurai privy to what they're working on next, which is how we got Greninja and some other characters. 
Yeah, ah. that one, that one. <laughs> so um, it wouldn't be unusual for, for them to say this Pokemon is going to be like freaking huge. Here you go. Um, if you want to use them. Uh, so yeah, so for my next, my next pick is also from an RPG, um, you know, uh, and they, they have been a hero, they've been a villain, they've been under the control of other elements, and they've broken free. They've, they've lived and they've died and they've lived again, and after breaking the change from their, from their former masters they took up residence in the city to join the lost numbers in their missions god damn it stop it stop it <laughs> it's mamba you bitching him in every one of these episodes stop <laughs> the hell is going on pick a new joke you always take a joke it's like and then you run into the goddamn ground when you pick a new one and then you run into the goddamn ground stop it Holy shit. Holy oh shit, dude. Whoa. Pick a new one. Ah! Oh my fucking god. Guys, the parents are fighting. Done with your bullshit. <laughs> Actually, it's one-sided. <laughs> Sounds like we need to break your fl flame clock and set you free. Ew. I'm going to kill you. Uh. <laughs> Maybe one day. But then... Maybe tomorrow. <sighs> God, I'll I'll back. To, oh, I gotta no. look up flights. I gotta look up flights. I'll have to enter my tenth term if you do that. I swear to fuck. Oh my god. Maybe you can help me retire. You already know this is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was teeing it up from YouTube because he's also on my list. That made no sense. <laughs> because he's a fucking troll and I hate him. Uh. I am the least troll on this call. I'm the one in danger. <laughs> Do you have anything well, else to fucking add? No, like you, you All right, Kurt, pretty well. Pick your next one. <laughs> Holy you. shit. Oh Good my time. god. Ah! Well, <laughs> if I can say none of us have suck our foot into the hey, all these are Nintendo. Did we do any did any of us pick any that were third party? I mean, we've but, unofficially saved them for last the last two episodes. It's been an well, it's been a very uh, unofficial. So you can do what you want. Well, well, Curb can break the mold. Yeah, Curb can break the mold. <laughs> Fuck you, do it well. All right, you Haxorus. What? Yes. Because mold breaker. Right. Um, um, thank you for thinking me Haxorus and not it's been the like the only Pan one Jam. I remember. <laughs> okay. Well, I think. Uh, um. Yeah. This this list still needs a little more feminine energy. I would like to introduce Jill Valentine. Holy cow! Yep. Oh. Nice. But I yep. I like Jill a lot. Um, I was looking at a lot of the stuff for it, and the thing is, I was trying to not do anything too samey, and I was thinking <clears throat> about it between her and Chris, and I was like, I think if we wanted something more individual, plus. Not like I said. I, part of my list was making sure I like ha had a little bit more gender representation, and mm -hmm. Jill just Jill was perfect for it. Jill like knocked out like a lot of different competitions. I'm like, yeah, it's her. She's gonna be on my list no matter what. I like Jill a lot, so yes, Jill. So sweet obligatory sandwich joke. 
Oh no! <laughs> and then we move on because it's been set. Yes. All right. Uh, four crits left for me. Uh, let's reveal. Yeah, Fox McCloud. Uh, Whoa. Fox. He's uh. We got more ideas of what he can do now. He's also in Smash 64 proper, so we know that's not an issue anymore. Uh, so, Fox. Another character from a sci-fi universe like Xenoblade. Dude, seriously. <laughs> oh, no. Like oh, no. He's, 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 he's a jokes. fox. He's a fox with human proportions. That's called anthropomorphism. It's not a new concept. <laughs> he could have phrased all. it better. <laughs> yeah, he could have, but it's him and fucking one. This is the man who originated Pants Kirby, so, yeah. Yeah. Bring that back. I love it. I love uh, that. I'm the least troll here. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the one trying to keep a serious fucking show going. <laughs> this is, wait, this was serious. I take it serious. <laughs> I take it seriously oh, too, because comedy is serious. It's serious <laughs> business, Mister. What he does is it not is. serious comedy. Okay, what, what he does. does. What about me? Is my you are on thin ice. He already <laughs> fell through. You're on thin ice. No, you know what state I'm in. There is no ice here. Ah, right. Yes, because you're in the it's clouds. Like a... It's like 110 where Xantok is today, though. I hear, anyway. Uh, no, where I am, it's in the 60s because I have air conditioning. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sweet. Also, outside it's only 88, so you're very wrong. Oh, boy. I wonder where in your state. I don't know. I don't care. Huh. Reveal your sixth character, or seventh, I'll, whichever it may be. I'll look, I'll look it up later. Um, It's the se seventh. Uh, yeah, I, I think Curb has a has a interesting string of thought here, where where he's saying maybe we can we can discuss um, you know bring more bring more female characters to the table. I I agree at this point um, at least to discuss if if not pass through. So at this point, I will bring one that was a very it was a very big reveal back in the melee era, which is kind of almost where we're at now. So. Peach is on my list. Mm -hmm. Woo. Yeah. Hi, yep. Peach. She, at this point in the Mario timeline, speaking of, like, raw, like, energy and, and stuff, she's baked cakes and gotten kidnapped. Done all sorts of stuff. This is true. Uh, and by this point, you know, we've had Super Mario Bros. 2, and we've had Mario RPG, and, uh, which... Uh, yeah. It's honestly surprising how much of her moveset comes from our RPG. A decent mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. The the pan and some other stuff. I mean, Parasol. That too. That that is mm -hmm. true. Yeah, her her prime the weapon that she's most known for using in Mario games, Parasol, comes from RPG. Yep. Love it. Me too. All right, Curve, what's your number seven? My number seven. My number seven. 
Well, someone had to talk about an animal with human proportions. <laughs> so, how dare you? But I'm also just going to be the weird one and get both of my uh, third parties out of the way. My other one is actually Mr. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, holy cow. I said that again about your third party character. Holy cow. I'm doing my thing. Yeah. A uh, massive I, character. Yeah. Massive for sure. I'm thinking back to little, not even a teenager yet, Curb. And the Smash was curb. happening and getting excited about it. And I'm trying to equate other video games that I remember were big in the forefront, other stuff that I was aware of and would have wanted to play and watched like my family play and stuff. And mm -hmm. Crash is was one of the top ones there. And I'm like, you know what? In this era, around this time where other stuff was coming out, like nothing could beat the friggin' avalanche snowball that was Pokemon. But Crash had a carved itself a good niche and it was worth it. Crash was the so. PlayStation mascot at the time. Yeah. It would be a huge get. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think that'd be appropriate. I think the only other closest one I remember, because back when we had the consoles at the same time, was I just remembered Spyro being big. But I think Crash, like A, I honestly don't remember if Spyro was on any of the lists, and B, Crash just fits the Smash universe better, in my opinion. Uh, here's the thing with Spyro: um, one, his games did not do well in Japan. Ah. Uh, the, fir the first game had um, some localization changes. I don't remember exactly what happened, but uh, ended up making the game not be popular in Japan. It was not well received. Uh, plus, Spyro doesn't exist yet at the point in time that we had available to us. So, yeah. No Spyro. Sad. Spyro in the Japanese port just called all of the right, all of the onigiri jelly rolls. Oof. What? <laughs> and they're like, what is wrong with Spyro? No. <laughs> Anyways, all right, three left. Uh, I was going to do a swerve and do uh, a third party before I revealed my final Nintendo, but Curb did two third parties in a row, so yeah, I don't feel like doing that anymore. <laughs> so uh, let's get my final Nintendo character out of the way. You know, we've got a uh, we've got a few tricksters that we've talked about so far, you know, mm -hmm. you can kill day to day a, a trickster crash could kind of take that label a little bit. Maybe, uh, mm -hmm. my offering, I didn't really pick him for this reason, but it's scared to roll to fill up that bill. Mario. Ah, <laughs> oh, buddy bear. And at this point, you know, <laughs> Wario where doesn't exist yet. So we just be pulling from, you know, super Mario land two and uh, however many Wario Land games exist by this point, which I want to say is a couple. Yep. As a, as a child conceived and birthed in the 1990s, I am okay with Wario representing Land. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. is, was it just Wario Land that would be out at this point, or was Wario Land 2 also out, I wonder? Uh, I will check our good old friend, okay. the Mario Wiki. All right. At this, at the same time, I mean, there's there's a number of different hats in the original Wario Land that he would use in his move set if only the first were out, and that's fine too. Like, there's still a lot there. Uh, let's see here. Wario Land Two does exist. Uh, I'm oh, checking wow. if Wario Land Three would exist or not. 
Mm. Uh, it does not. Warland 3 does not exist yet. We yeah, are, I figured. Uh, we're about four months away from Warrior Land 3, I think. Nice. Nice. No. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I looked at the wrong date range. Uh, Warland 2 does not exist yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just... Well, still. Wait. Clap a bull helmet on them and. Uh, I. Oh, it's two months away from existing. So, you know, borderline. They know it's coming, kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. oh. But Virtual Boy Wario Land exists. <laughs> Hell yeah! And at this point, Wario and Bomberman probably came out as well. Ah, uh, so there's a plus. Good question. Because remember that was a thing on the Game Boy. Wario Blast. Uh, Wario Blast featuring Bomberman released. 1994, so the yeah, ads definitely exist by now. Sick. And um, that's a good segue, too, to say that I have one third-party character on my list, and because Curve kind of broke the mold already, I will say it's Wario's cohort that he terrorized in Wario Blast, Bomberman. Hmm. A, but uh, all Hudson's he can do is throw bombs. Hmm. In a variety of ways, and there's different bombs to choose from uh not just the standard um so there i feel like there's enough and uh and hudson is a great friend of nintendo at the time they're they're developing the mario party series that's that's a big hit um so yeah and and interestingly enough this is well before they were um absorbed into konami so i think that um you know for for myriad reasons this is probably the where Bomberman was the most successful in this era. Um, so I wanted to give him the nod here. Well, while well, we kind of still could. Makes sense. It's still weird that he's just an assist. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate. Honestly, any yeah. third-party yeah. character that has an assist in an Ultimate is weird to me. Like, what are you doing here? It should be playable. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. With exception to side characters, but yeah, the, the main yeah. character, sure. Like, anything that's kind of unrealizable like i'm sorry i can't bob and bob i don't know if bob and bob can be playable i'm sure somebody will yell at me and say yes they can but for characters like they really kind of can't be sure but Barman man can be playable shovel knight can be playable wrath of looks from from stories anyway yes rodan all right, Curb. What is your number eight? My number eight. You're out of third eight. parties. Go back to Nintendo Land. No, I have another third party that is on my list, though. No, you don't. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. Of course I don't. <laughs> I did the graphic. I know your list. I hacked your computer and did otherwise. I, what's my password? I don't. I'm not gonna out you like that. Do it. Forty nine. Ew, Jono, fuck you, never mind. I'm I'm killing this bit. Never mind. Never mind. Do you see what I'm up with? Nido Rhino. Jono, there 40. is a line Nido Rhino. Not to cross the podcast. You have towed that line twice today already. Hey, 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 guys, guys, hey. I don't even remember the Here's... first time. I think we're all going to be at each other's throats enough, so how about we do one where we all agree? I'm going to... I also have Fox on my list. 
Because you find him foxy? I mean, he's a literal fox, so that's like kind of the definition. Okay. It's like saying Gengar is Gengar-y. Or Gangrini. Ew, he's purple, not green. Gengar. In um, in this sprite. Yeah. Wait, is this shiny Gengar green? Uh, <laughs> I want to say I've seen a green Gengar, but that might be false. Well, now I'm curious. What does shiny Gengar look like? Uh, I think shiny Gengar is just a disappointment. It's shiny mega, shiny mega, it's shiny gigantic Mexico, but shiny regular Gengar is just oh. darker. Oh, the shiny but, mega. It, the shiny mega is awesome. It's like white. That's so I cool. I know it's so good, and they kept that for the Gigantamax too. They did. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess the Gigantamax is kind of the fairy pink, but they made it. Uh, he's just a darker, less vibrant purple. Yeah. Ah. Blasted. Yeah. Okay. This is why I they, don't know why people get so excited about shinies because most of them suck. They fit. They fixed it. I know. A good amount of them do. Yeah. Okay. Any hoodle. Uh, But yes, hello, Fox. Welcome back. Seems like it was appropriate that we need you on here. Mission complete. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what he says. (laughs) I know. I I didn't make it happen. (laughs) Okay. All right. So my next one, it's time for some third parties because I got two. Uh, my first one, they've kind of been mentioned here a bit. Uh, they got some history with Nintendo. They got some history with, uh, well, not Mario. They almost said history with Mario, but then the, Nintendo was just like, it doesn't make sense for Mario to throw bombs. Bomberman. He's on my list as well. Uh, no. it's, like, There's a lot of third parties to choose from. Like, you know, I could go with Ryu from Street Fighter. Uh I actually very much considered him, uh, uh, but I cited with things on the current timeline, maybe not a Capcom one at this time. Uh, Start with Bomberman, uh, Hudson Soft's friends with Nintendo, and they had Wario Blast. Uh, Just the idea of having both Wario and Bomberman introduced at the same time is amusing. Definitely. The the reveal trailer for whichever one of the second ones that revealed would be perfection. Yeah, I can't fault that pick. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so for um, my next pick here, let's see. How do we want to wrap things up? Uh, I'm going to give you a someone someone of the jungle variety. Another, another animal with, well, actually not quite human proportions. Um, yeah. not quite, not quite chimpanzee proportions either. Not realistically, anyway. But either way, it's DixieCon. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Still, you know, coming off the the high of the Donkey Kong Country era, um, Dixie starred in the last two Donkey Kong Country games, which were super popular on the Super Nintendo. Uh, within the top twenty-five bestsellers, I'm sure all three of them were. Um. Yeah, I mean, bada bing, bada bing. We're not quite at DK64 yet, where for some reason she's not in. But, um, and that's kind of just the benefit of coming in earlier at the N64 life cycle, is where I would imagine Nintendo would still be imagining, like, oh, Dixie Kong's really popular and is totally not going to get the shaft by Rare in DK64. So we can include her here. 
Yeah. And and again, it's one of those characters that roundabouts, not to have future vision, but uh, where now in Smash, where she were in, it's her time now. So it's it feels like a very kind of presently relevant conversation to have, too. See, I, I thought about a Duck Young character, but I probably would have gone for K. Rule. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not... Just because he's had more consistent... Like, he's been at all three of them would have been, like, my primary reasoning. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I can see the reasoning there. At least it's not Kitty Kong. There's... I think he he and he and Dick he and Dixie are the two obvious choices, and and at this point, I think are fairly evenly matched. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, back My to turn. back to the curb. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm looking at my list. I'm looking at some of the other stuff out there and stuff, and I do believe that we do need a little more villainous energy in here. And I'm going to match one of your guys' Kirby Universe picks. And that's going to be oh. King Dedede. <laughs> well. It was, uh, yeah. Clobber that Kirby for wearing pants. <laughs> yes! He's not allowed. But it was, like, very much, like, coin flip. And I'm like, it's, it was tough because it's, like, Meta, like, it was, like, Meta Knight is, like, so Kirby-shaped that I'm like, I don't know if I could put him in there. I mean, like, there's the argument for the sword stuff, but, like, Big Hammer is just awesome. So I say, yes, King DDD. I mean, you know who else is Kirby-shaped? <laughs> Me. J Jigglypuff! <laughs> Jigglypuff. Right? Oh, my God, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> Why? It's not even John. Oh doing it this my time. gosh. Oh my <laughs> no, gosh. That's fine. So awesome. I'm <laughs> fine and more troll than I thought. Oh my god. I'm just going to reveal my last character. Sleepy. Curb. No. 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 Curb. no, Curb, listen. Listen to me. <laughs> Before okay. we started, we were having a chat about lists, and I was coy with you about one of my characters. And I told you that there was a funny thing between our two lists and two of our characters, and that you would know exactly who it was when you saw it, and you would understand why there's a funny thing between these characters. Uh-huh. Should I have realized it already, or are you doing it now? It's Leon Kennedy. Oh, hi there! I was so amused when you gave me your list, and I see Jill Valentine, and it's like, we seriously picked two Opposite. different Resident Evil characters. Oh my god! Ow! But <laughs> god damn! It's like, in a, like you said, between like Jill and Chris, like which one do you go between them? When you go looking at Resident Evil One, they're pretty much the same thing. I mean, they have like some different like quote unquote stats between them that make them slightly different characters to play as. But mm -hmm. as far as context of the game is concerned, they they work. They play the same. Uh, the reason why I went with Leon is simply because Resident Evil 2 is newer. It's the newest Resident Evil game. Leon's the pro tag. I picked Leon. That's it. That's mm -hmm. it. Jill will be the pro tag for Resident Evil 3. So, there's that. Oh, sweet. Yeah, buddy. That's, <laughs> that's an alligator. Well, yeah, that's like, what, that's what, as I mentioned that's earlier, Ryu, like, I, I originally was going to do Leon and Ryu, but it's like, I don't want to do 
both from Capcom. I can't. That doesn't make sense to me. Let's let's drop Ryu for Bomberman. <laughs> yeah, Capcom is kind of consistently throughout the era is probably Nintendo's greatest friend. But you know, if you had two plus Mega Man X in the previous game, I feel like that's a little overkill. Yeah. Plus, um, unlike Street Fighter, uh, the Resident Evil was actually on N sixty four. So. Yeah. Surprising with the card, actually. So yeah, I, I was surprised when uh, I looked up that fact. Like, oh, because I was gonna drop Leon. It's like, wait, Resident Evil was on N sixty four. Oh shit. Yeah, this is fine. I'm okay with my pick. Weird. And cool. Uh, that and X can already do. Sure, you can and not can anyway. <laughs> if you want to be technical. That's true. Um, I do I do feel like Ryu is in, feels like an inevitability. He crosses over into everything, but right now it's not his time. Um, although I, I would say that leverages the Luigi argument is that in other fighting games as well, you tend to have a cloney character be your like eternal player too so like ryu and ken mm. um so that can apply to luigi as well like if there's gonna be a clone it's luigi that sort yeah. of thing easy um yeah um and and he's nintendo's second most iconic character uh, <laughs> so uh there's that too um but we'll get there so for my final choice we're going to veer off course and into the waves and back on course because he races on waves and wave racer 64 and wave race and wave race blue storm and those other wave race games uh ryoto hi ryota hayami there right, you sorry. go that's when just an actual person what in, it's a racing game character uh not not a real person mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you are gonna have a hell of a pitch to give when we get to the debates because what the f <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it for that. Okay. Well, it's just my turn. And let's leave the audience on a cliffhanger. We'll be right back with that. Uh, and no. we're back. Mid, mid, and mid we're back. <laughs> so, no, I was talking to Zan talk about it. And when I started this, I made a rule that I was only going to have two Pokemon on the list. And but very last from minute, the graphics placement, that is a lie. <laughs> yeah. I mixed it up a bit. I was thinking of stuff. So I also have a Pokemon here. And that one I have is actually Charizard. <laughs> the most popular starter ever, even yeah. now. He really is. And that was a big reason. Like, you know what? Yeah. Because I think, like... Charizard would be there. I think Gengar was the one that was the extra third for it for me, because I needed more. I needed more villain energy on my roster, and Gengar fit that. Yeah, just think of all the Nido Rhinos that Gengar. Nido Rhino. Nido. 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 If you could say Rhino, I can say Nido. Oh my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> hey, that's how you sound. Really. Yes, Rhino. <laughs> okay, we All got right. everything. Look I at our full bring list. It up, but looking at Nido Rhino's page, meaning from Needle Rhinoceros. <laughs> oh, I'm going to call them Nidles. I'm going to call them Nidles from now on instead of Needles. <laughs> so it's Nido Rhino then. Yeah, it's Needle Reno. <laughs> he said Reno. I said Needle Reno. Needle oh. Reno. Yeah, we're going to Reno. <laughs> oh my god. What the hell are you going to do there? Nidorino. Nidorino. Not Nidorina. That's poor. That sounds real bad. 
real bad. <laughs> okay. So hey, look, we got our whole, we got all of our lists up. Look at we this. We do, and we got. I think we got a couple obvious choices, but we're also going to have some debates. Uh, most notably, I think there's going to be a debate between Data Day and Meta Knight. There's going to be a debate on possibly Celeph or Tiki. Maybe neither. Hard to really say. There's definitely going to be a Pokemon debate. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's going to be an interesting third party debate. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, Look at those. Boy. It's an interesting list. Yeah, it mm -hmm. is. Uh, where do we want to start? Do we just want to... Do we just want to... Do we just want to put... Do we just want to establish the obvious? Yes. I think it's easiest to get it out of the way, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so... Crash Bandicoot. I was going to say Pikachu is out. <laughs> out? Yeah, clearly. Out. <laughs> right, Here, sure. Let me just drop the red X over Pikachu right now. What are you doing? He's out. <laughs> and you put uh, it over my Pikachu first. I did. I did. Because uh, we gotta, you know, put down another one, and we're just gonna wait for you to undo it afterwards. So, hey, no, if you want to commit to the we're pick, not go undoing ahead. it. You know, all of the Pikachu is being cut out. Why? Uh, there is no Pikachu in this roster because we don't. Pikachu stupid. That's why. Why is Pikachu stupid? Why is Pikachu stupid? Do you really want me to answer that question? Because you're trolling, and we're obviously going to pick them. Well, yeah, because I gotta put the red X's on two of the Pikachus. I don't like the green check mark on one, so it's easy to do math. Oh, otherwise we're gonna have Pikachu. three three green check marks, and it's gonna be like, okay, so we got three characters. No, wait, that's not right. So yeah, Pikachu, obvious, they're in. Like, come on, guys, you really we can't not. Be? Yeah. Uh, didn't do the other obvious one though. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think Fox is also in. Um, it's no Agreed. real surprise. I agree uh, with that completely. Just the fact that he got into Smash 64 at this point uh, as well, uh, he kind of can't... I mean, there, there's no real argument to not include him like we had for the SNES, or we just weren't sure at the time. And, I mean, yeah. Star Fox 64 is a good game. I'm not sure if 64 is actually out by now but if it wasn't it's definitely in development 97 i think that hits the list okay yeah 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 then it's out for sure and it's hugely popular it was such a cultural thing at the time yeah um and uh and there's a there's a non-foot mode in star fox 64 in, in multiplayer so technically you do have them canonically out of the ship mm-hmm uh, and I think, guys, we got one more character that we can all agree on is an obvious one that we need to have at this point. Can't tell you who. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, well, um, it's Ryota Hayami from Wave Race. <laughs> nah, fuck you, no. Nah, nah, you're right. It's Luigi. <laughs> it, it's Lu Luigi. Luigi. Uh, it's his time. <laughs> I think all three of those, like, I know there's the, there was the argument talking about those... Where it's like, oh, well, maybe they could get talked down. Like, I don't know the counter-argument for any of these three, yeah, honestly. Like, like it, it's never happened where something that we've all had on our list has been cut. But theoretically, it could. Because, you know, again, like, yes, we all had Fox on our list. But what if we got down to a situation where it's like Fox or Wario for the last spot? And it's like, well, I'd rather have Wario. Then it becomes a debate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. But cool, we got uh, three out of our ten already picked out, nice and easy. Pikachu, Fox McCloud, Luigi, well, in Smash 64, the rest of you, hmm. Up for elimination. It just got hard They're all to cut. make it. They're all cut! We're only adding three new characters. No. We're, we have four Pikachus, three Foxes, and three Luigis. Fuck. That fills out the <laughs> roster. Okay. Nice. So I would like to make a suggestion for our first easy elimination. Oh, okay. Well, let's be fair. I broke my own rule about not having two Pokemon. So, if like I think if we easily eliminate either Charizard or Gengar right off the bat. Okay. Um... What do we think? I mean, I do think, I don't necessarily because it's your rule, I don't think we need to do this, but I do think that only two Pokemon is fine to add at this point. I don't think we need to add a third one at this point mm -hmm. in the timeline. We'll definitely get a third, possibly more, when we get to the GameCube episode. But for now, I think just two is fine. Uh, and if we're going to be having a discussion, we might as well rope Mewtwo in here okay. and figure out which one of these three we want to have as the second Pokemon rep. I think that's yeah. a fair choice. So yeah, may, they... as well, may as well have the full debate now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so... Uh, this is just going to be my, if, if you don't mind, because like when I first started my list, Zantok knows, because I changed it afterwards, my original list was also Pikachu and Mewtwo. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thought of it. And then that's when we started going back and looking at different release times and everything. And yeah, that's absolutely valid where um, Mewtwo, like the... the the Pokemon movie was likely in the works, just not released yet kind of thing. So it could have been like in the works and like, it would have made sense for having you two in there if they knew it was coming down the pipeline or anything. I guess my wonder on it then is if that was a possibility, I'm, I guess I'm wondering why it wasn't the case and why the heck our second was Jigglypuff. Oh, there was a, that can be answered. It, we know it, why yeah. Jigglypuff. Uh, we don't strictly know why not you two. Uh, one of the, I can't remember if this is confirmed or not, or if it's been debunked, but it's been rumored in the past that Mewtwo was considered for Smash 64, uh, cut for unknown reasons, possibly because they just couldn't get the uh, his abilities to work quite right. Who knows? Uh, mm -hmm. But Jigglypuff was added uh, as basically an extra character, kind of like how you know Luigi is built off of Mario's skeleton. Uh, mm -hmm. Captain Falcon was built off of a um, Samus? Uh, no, from a kid from Dragon King. Samus was actually, I think, built off of Falcon's skeleton. Uh, but, um, Jigglypuff was a, a, a very, very literally the twelfth character, and was added off of off of Kirby. Makes because a lot of they sense because they had they would be more easily able to uh, modify Kirby's model to make another fighter than to make a completely original extra character that would take a lot more time to, to model and complete. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But we don't have that restriction. We can do whatever we don't have that we restriction. Want. Good to know. And also that made a lot because with like le being able to create more of them, Jono, one interesting thing that Xantok and I, like Xantok pointed out when we were going back and looking at Pokemon episodes and stuff, the main, the very first main Jigglypuff episode hadn't even aired yet yeah. uh, during the, it aired after this cutoff. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was very, it was very much like, hey, considering all the rumors of how like Clefairy was supposed to be the mascot, it's like that was been like the perfect opportunity to make Clefairy engage at that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of looking through these and thinking about what to do for it because we don't have the restrictions. It makes sense for Mewtwo to kind of be there. Um, I is it weird to consider like future iterations because of like how how they managed to handle the um. 
the Pokemon trainer with the different rotations, which Charizard was a part of. We we are doing our best to not implement future knowledge, but it is okay. very difficult to not implement future knowledge. It's yeah, it's hard to be ignorant about it. Yeah. Mm. So uh, that, Mewtwo... that said, I I do think it is between Charizard and Mewtwo. I don't think Gengar stacks up against these two. Like they're a good good option after the fact, mm-hmm. but I I definitely think the second slot is between Mewtwo or Charizard, and either one of them are good choices. Mewtwo mm-hmm. is the legendary. It's psychic typing, so you know we'd be able to do explore some realm that's not really covered yet in smash yes i know ness is a psychic but ness uses more elemental type stuff with his psychic abilities pk thunder pk fire and whatnot whereas mewtwo mm-hmm. would be you know actually holding things in the air uh actual telekinesis yeah and using confusion and whatnot uh charizard meanwhile as jada pointed out and this is using future knowledge but even back then charizard was the starter Charizard was the pop mm-hmm. starter easily. The only one of Ash's po- the only one of Ash's three starters to fully evolve. Uh, not that that happened at the point in time when the episode's been cut off, but the Pokemon. I think it had def- actually. No. Really? Yeah, we looked. the the I... The prehistoric episode hadn't aired yet. We you're thinking of when we were looking a few months past that point. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I sworn. I don't believe so. Uh, you're free to look it up, but I don't believe so. Uh, uh, I, I am, just I want to check my own work kind of thing. Yep, I'll keep going. Go uh, but Char- Charizard, you know, the most popular starter. Uh, well, r- Red is typically associated with um, either Squirtle or Charmander, kind of depending on what the medium is. Uh, I think more often Charizard is who they give him. I'm not entirely sure about that. But uh, that the fire being able to do fire attacks, which is not currently overpopulated in Smash, eventually it will be. But at this point, it's just Mario and Bowser are the ones who have fire. So Charizard wouldn't be, you know, taking up too ah. much territory there. And maybe they can do something with wings. Uh, I don't know if they can at this point, but yeah, I was kind of. Char- I was kind of thinking the same. Yeah. They would both. They're both heavy fighters, uh, classified in Smash. Charizard, more obvious, but Mewtwo, what was while being heavy, is still floatier in the air, which mm-hmm. kind of weird. But I, I think it's definitely between the two of them. Gengar is awesome. I love Gengar, uh, a top favorite for me. But between these three and being added to Smash, Gengar loses. Yeah, I I absolutely think so. I even said it myself that Gengar was the one I kind of slipped in there because I wanted more Valen energy. Like, I just snuck him in. And kind mm-hmm. of looking through the rest, and, like, I, I've i got, like, the, the roster pulled up, the current roster pulled up on my other screen for what would add to, and it's like, you how you were just saying Mewtwo is different enough from Ness, where it's like, there's a lot of similarities between Charizard and Bowser for what some of their powers would be. It's like, I forgot, does, I, forgive me, does Bowser breathe fire? yeah. Okay. Both of them have Fire Breath as their uh, standard special move in Smash. And it's eh, very, very similar even <sighs> in Smash now. But I mean, what else is Charizard's standard special going to be? Yeah. It's the seismic toss. <laughs> um, yeah. 
I just, I, I was very much like, like Mewtwo was kind of planned on it, but I was like, okay, Mewtwo was released a game later. It's like, were they trying to gauge it, trying to figure it out? But if they had the confidence and the means to be able to program instead of just using an extra Kirby skin kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I am comfortable with Mewtwo being the second Pokemon. Well, we haven't heard from Jono yet. Um, I think there's a really solid argument for both Pokemon. Uh, Char Charizard, again, is massively popular even at the time, um, and, and our future site shows that that remains the case. Um, yeah, there's Fire Breath, but I mean, Charizard has other, other things he can do, uh, as evidenced in the rest of his Smash move set. So I think it's it's kind of, it's almost a question of now or later for, for either of this, these Pokemon. Um, and I, and I think there's not an issue with development at this point. Smash has been a series for, for two games and two separate generations prior to this. They're, they're kind of getting their grips on additional dev time. Whereas, you know, in our world, 64 was the first game. It's now the third. Um, so Mewtwo with his floatiness and Charizard with, with his, um, flying, as well as like DDD or Meta Knight or, or whoever had multiple jumps or whatever would be unique in this game. I don't think that would be an issue to program. Um, they won't have the same developmental uh, time limits. With that being said, um, for for the sake of it, in my opinion, um, and this is no surprise because they're my choice as well, um, I think Mewtwo is the, the more unique option of the two, whereas from a popularity standpoint, like an influence standpoint, they're neck and neck. Um, I also think that Mewtwo, with, with the movie, almost out... Um, you know, they're going to want to promote him as well. So there's that element too. So that, that's, yeah, to, to reinforce our, our choice. But I, I do think Charizard's a good choice, um, and will happen eventually. But yeah, you too is, is my pick too. All right. Okay. Well, sounds like then, uh, we're going to have Mewtwo be our second Pokemon. Yo. Uh, there is still possibility as we go through these, you know, we might decide to add a third if we're not feeling other options. But for now, at least, Gengar and Charizard, good try. I like talking about Gengar. I mean, even if, uh, well, so, so they're, they're still strong. They're, they're yep. great choices. If we're going to add too many Pokemon, it might as, we might as well just be like, hey, let's go play Pokemon Coliseum, guys. Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, Coliseum. <laughs> I would love to play. I, I mixed it up. You weren't allowed to play it? What? Did I hear that right? You did not hear that. I did not. Oops. <laughs> I, I said I would love to play Coliseum. That's what I said. Mm. I never actually played it. Or just, Stadium. Twilix did, so I just watched part of it. Okay, there you go. It's good. Yeah. It's good. All right. Where do we want to go next? Um, Botswana. New Guinea. <laughs> Papa New Guinea. Oh, good lord. Uh, you want to talk Kirby, I guess? We really want to go from one debate to another? Mm. Mm. I, I, well, where... Where can you know we what? Move no, I'm gonna pivot. Of... We're pivoting. I know what we're gonna pivot to. I don't know if this is gonna result <laughs> in an approval or denial, but Jonathan from explain yourself. 
Oh, with Ryota, you mean? Yes. Explain yeah. yourselves. Okay, so, okay, so Wave Race. At, okay, so from the, from the top, Ryota is the box character you know he's the wave race is not a, a series like like many like many sports series with a main character per se but but ryota is the kind of primary character on the box of the wave race games he's uh the first you can choose off of the character roster so i'm like okay if there's a wave race character it's him right kind of like if there's a f-zero character it's captain falcon for the same reasons um <clears throat> so Wave Race at the time is actually pretty damn popular. It is the 14th best-selling Nintendo 64 game of the era out of however many. And um, interestingly enough, there's actually a tie for 47th place, so there's not an actual top 50 best-selling games. Wait, wait, um, wait, hold on, hold that's... on. Let's segue. What's tied for 47? Uh, Bomberman Hero, Bomberman 64, and YIA um, Country Club. True Golf Classics. Why is that character not in the roster? Wyale. Uh, let's see. What is going on in Wyale? Because it had negative reviews. It was given a 1 out of 10 by Wait, Game Revolution. Yes, apparently so. Wow. I'm not sure if that speaks yeah. well for it or bad for Bomberman. <laughs> yeah, they all sold a million copies of Pop. Wow. Interesting. Maybe maybe people just wanted to golf in Hawaii. You know, the I mean, tourism is real. Topical. <laughs> yes. At the time of recording, it definitely is more topical than it normally is. Eh. Um, unfortunately. Um... Yeah, so again, it's it's a wide, it's a gr greatly popular '64 game, and it and it had a Game Boy game as well to to lesser fanfare, but nonetheless. So it's a very current franchise, um, and and I feel like you can pull from a couple of things for for the move set. Like it's not impossible. I think the jet ski could be incorporated in like a side special. Um, you can also use like a. Hmm. Yeah, could be an up as well. You can you can use one, the like sea buoy in an up special or a down special for for recovery or or whatever. Um, you can spin around in the jet speed for for a down special as well. Uh, like a Pokemon, he could potentially summon waves. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, kind of like use his like life athletic body. You know, you have to have really a really strong core to be piloting these things as a professional racer. So um kind of similarly to Captain Falcon. He could be kicking and, and punching in a in a very considerable way, but rather with flame elements, it would be water elements. So um you know, I, I uh kind of view him in that light as a current, like of the era rather popular character from a rather popular new franchise. And and Wave Race doesn't die out. Um until after the GameCube era too, so it's it's still like fairly current for a while. So in a way, it sounds like Ryota is a uh, a matchup for Captain Falcon. They both fit a, the be. same vein, same wavelength of a character. Hmm. Interesting. Could 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 potentially be. Um. Yeah. And, and uh. You know. Whereas many of these choices that we have here are. 
more evergreen characters from kind of spanning history for Nintendo. Uh, Ryota's a very in-the-now character. Arguably, the most 64 of the 64 characters just just by process of elimination. So, hmm. there you go. Interesting. Okay. Man. I won't put you on the stake yet. <laughs> you gave a valid argument. Okay. I on the other... No, I don't know. <laughs> you on the other... <laughs> uh, looking at where we're at, no, none of none of the characters that we have up here on the board, now that Ryota has been explained, are ones I think can be an easy kill. So mm -hmm. I think we are back to debates. Shoot, because uh, our our debates are you know Mennonite King, King Dedede, uh Sigurd Tiki. Uh, if you want to have a debate between the Mario slash Mario adjacent of Wario, Peach, Dixie Kong, because do we want to four Mario slash Mario adjacents? Eh. Uh, you could argue Game & Watch uh, in Balloon Fighter as a retro debate. Ryota Captain Falcon potentially as a debate. And then oh, Resident Evil. Parties. Re Resident Evil Crash and Bowerman is all going to be one big thing. But we'll, oh, we'll wait until we've gotten... Uh, eight characters picked out first, I think, and then we'll look at that to pick someone else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I, I kind of feel like the easiest debate might be the Mario one, potentially. Okay. So that's between Peach and Wario, and you also said Dixie too. Yeah, Dixie would count. Mm -hmm. this. Gotcha. So I do want to bring up a point, and this was one that. It kind of helped me with my list when Zantok and I were talking it out and everything is just like how much they could do with stuff and everything. Because I felt like at this point, I don't think they had given Peach as much agency yet. And like as much to like be like the protagonist in the game, she was still very damsel in distress. So it's kind of like, I know that she has the parasol, but that's me thinking like, okay, how much of that is me knowing the Peach we have today kind of thing? Like, would it have been realistic? And I don't know enough about Dixie Kong to make that same kind of call. If like, if she would be, or if she'd be too similar to Diddy Kong, even. Wario is, seems the most, like, A, viable as, like, a fighter, and B, like, something new and something fresh on it as well. Which sucks, because here I am, outruling, trying to, like, say that these two female ones are where I made a big deal, but, like, I want girls on my list. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just didn't know about Dixie, but... Peach was the one where, like, Peach was on my original list. She was on my original 10. I was like, how much is she, like, was she a player character? Was she one that they had that kind of, like, um, be able to move around with that and, like, work around her as a fighter at that point? I don't remember. I don't know. I yeah, I, I, have a I um... assignment for you to play. What? You have an assignment for me to play? I do. Go play Super Mario RPG <clears throat> Legend of the Seven Stars, because Peach is a playable party member in that game. Oh, cool. Uh, that said, uh, she is still, you know, damsel in distressy for the most part. At this point, she's only really had playable appearances in that game, and also Super Mario Bros. 2, which is really Doki Doki Panic. There's a whole thing with that. Uh, beyond that, Peach's playability wouldn't next come up again until Super Princess Peach, a game with its it, uh, it has say, a controversy. controversies. 
Uh, and we'll, we don't need to go into that right now, because it doesn't exist at this point in the timeline anyways. Okay. Uh, but Peach, I mean, there, there is there is valid, valid argument about Peach and um, what she would be able to bring to the table, but I don't think it's a big problem. For SNES, I would not have brought her on. Uh, but mm -hmm. at this point, Mario RPG exists now. Uh, she uses uh, Parasol's weapon. She slaps people. She hits them with frying pans. Uh, she can throw bombs. She can make people go to sleep. She can heal herself and people and bring them back from the dead. I think that's everything she does in RPG. <laughs> I don't think I've missed anything. Uh, Dang. Uh, no, that sounds about right. Uh, and then from uh, Sumarbos 2 is where she got her ability to float through the air, as well as to pluck vegetables and throw them. Uh, and then, you know, there's always Toad, the loyal retainer, who is part of her Smash moveset. <laughs> I know you said retainer, but why did I think like one? You get at a dentist. Yeah. Why did <laughs> that, that when my brain went first? Scary. Yeah. Let's, let's all put toad in our mouths. <laughs> Don't you mean mushrooms? Are you are you saying that we should? Are be we doing shrooms? shrooms? John yeah, talks like he's constantly on shrooms. Though. Honestly, I would believe. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know Mario canonically does um, not like shrooms. Well, I, I, I'm going to say your argument for Peach does have me regretting that I um, that I took her off my list. I was worried there wasn't going to be much to go with it. Because, I mean, I actually mm -hmm. had her and Zelda. And Zelda had an even weaker argument because I don't even think yeah, she was Zelda, yet. Zelda I would not be able to defend yet because at this point, Ocarina of Time does, has not, does not exist. Yeah. Gotcha. And even then, that would be points towards Sheik. Now, granted, Zelda in Melee uses stuff from Ocarina of Time. Uh, yeah. I would argue more for Sheik at that point, um, personally. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I, th I think at this point, Peach has you know enough arguments for her. That said, you know, again, she wasn't on my list either uh, for similar reasons. Like I thought they were, you know, like, she has enough stuff to do, but I thought there were other characters I can go with, and we can add in Luigi this time. And I was thinking, you know, maybe Peach comes in next time of the core Mario Four. Mm. Uh, but then looking at Dixie Kong. Because uh, you brought up Dixie Kong might be very similar to Diddy Kong, and that argument is still valid today. Even taking future knowledge into account, Dixie Kong and Diddy Kong are very similar in terms of what they would do. They can absolutely make them be different. Uh, one of Dixie's primary traits is her ponytail, which is strong enough to pick up barrels and throw them, as well as be spun through the air so she can glide through the air like it's a helicopter. Whoa! What? Yeah, kind of. You know how tails from Sonic can fly with his tails. Dixie yeah. does that with her hair. <laughs> I so, yeah. had no idea. Be beyond that, though, they're they're pretty much the same. I, it's there's not really a difference past that point. So it is, I think, a little bit of a harder sell to make Dixie stand out uh, mm -hmm. compared to Peach, uh, and then Wario. Funnily enough, rumor goes that if he was added into Melee, he would have been a borderline Mario clone, which is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But, um, uh, Wario can definitely be unique as well. Give him his shoulder tackle or shoulder bash, however you want to call it. Uh, I think he could probably still have a part in because, you know, I, I don't know <laughs> if he did that in Wario Land or if that was just a Wario weird thing, but it's, he's a gross man. He's gross. It makes sense. Uh, but then even in um, the Wario Land games, you know, he has different hat transformations. 
uh, becoming a bull where he can uh, charge and create a shockwave by crashing to the ground. So, you know, you get a ground pound technique. Uh, he can wear a hat that puts, like, a little dragon thing on his head that he can breathe fire out of his nose. There's the jet that he can, you know, honestly, that one's pretty much just charging moves. So maybe not that. And then small Wario, he becomes teeny tiny. So I don't know what you would do with that either. But bull Wario can become uh, a ground pack pound-like technique, give him the shoulder tackle, give him... Honestly, they could probably still do the Wario corkscrew for an up special. I don't really see an issue there. There is no bike yet. But um, I think there's stuff they can do with it still. The Dixie Kong is, of the three of these, the one I think is the harder sell. I think the only reason Dixie Kong is really an option is because of the Donkey Kong popularity, as Jono mentioned. Uh, and they'd basically just be continuing from that line. Right, yeah, and to speak to her abilities a little further, um, yes, the hair can lift up different things, and that's absolutely going to be a part of the moveset with her grabs. Um, the helicopter spin, where she uses her hair as a helicopter, is an obvious up special. Uh, otherwise, she'd probably just be blowing bubbles with bubblegum as her standard or some shit. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, if you want to get a little... Uh, stray a little bit from the regular formula. You can always invoke the animal buddies in some Kongs moveset or another. So there's there's material there, but it's a little less. Uh, it's a little more loose. Um, and for the, those reasons, I think looking at the the character lineups here, Dixie is the weakest of the three. Um, I would be fine with just saying Nixer at this point. Um, Peach, there's an argument for because I I do think like um, you know she's she's a very she's always a very popular character. Um, she's beginning to be playable in Mario spinoffs uh, on the 64 as well as Super Mario 2, Super Mario RPG as you mentioned, uh, and pretty much all of her moves from Melee are the moves that are available to her here in 64. Uh, so there's absolutely that move the same move set potential um, as you had mentioned, Lister. Um. So the question for Peach becomes like, and Wario is like, how many new Mario characters do we want here? Do we want one with Luigi or two or even three? I think four is overkill. Four is definitely overkill. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, D Dixie and Wario are Mario adjacent technically, so they'd be their own series, but they're still in that world of, of you know, the same world as the Mushroom Kingdom. So it like semi counts. So, um, so lumping in Dixie and Peach and Wario and Luigi, I think there can be three potentially, depending on where the rest of this discussion goes. But four, no, um, and Dixie's the weakest. Dixie is the weakest. Yeah. Like at this point, I would motion, not that this is a legal proceeding, but I would motion to um, cut Dixie Kong. Uh, leave Peach and Wario both... Well, I think we can choose one of them to add for now and then leave the other one on the table depending on what other characters we choose and if we feel like there is still room for a third new Mario character. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I think cut Dixie for sure, but the, the, the two becomes very difficult because they would definitely want to promote Wario coming from a war the Wario Land angle, but they'd also want to promote Peach. It's like, oh, you know, like, girl power. Big girls can have toys, too, with this Happy Meal. Uh, which, which, yes, 
but also like it's so like um stereotypical too it was the 90s it was definitely i know it, it i it, prior knowledge all that stuff but yeah yeah just imagine if we get a new version of the n64 super smash brothers commercial with you know four people dressed up as these characters and we get fucking a, a gigantic pikachu again because you know pikachu was one of them we get a giant fox mcleod we get a giant peach and a giant ryota hayami <laughs> <laughs> but that, but they and they all just oh they, frol- they go they go frolicking in the meadow together to the tune of the music, and then they just start beating the crap out of each other. It's like what the fuck? Where's, why does Peach have a frying pan? No, but no, no. They they mixed up the order, so they did want a giant Peach, but they instead they got a literal giant Peach from James and the Giant Peach instead, and just uh, it's yes. a literal Peach, uh, as Pikmin likes to yeah, call but... it, a mock bottom. No, that's not real. Yes, it is. Play Pikmin 3. Oh, no. Play Pikmin 3. Oh, oh, dear. Don't let the gays know. Apples are also called insect (laughs) condos. Oh, God. Okay. also um, summons giant mock bottoms in her final smash. That's true. That's true. Wow. We need to change that final smash to the next smash, though. Come on. Give me something new. And daisies okay. being the same, but with flowers is like super pathetic. Yeah. All right. So luckily, we... wonder will be wonder for her sidebar. I Hopefully. think we leave them. I think we do leave them both for now, especially because oh. as we as oh. as we eliminate others, um, it'll determine if there's one we want to fight more. If we do truly have to pick between them, because okay. I think now we're trying Fair to enough. even excuse both of them. I mean, I I was arguing pick one of them right now, but if we want to hold off on that. Honestly, I say so, because if certain ones get eliminated, I'll find myself fighting more for one of them. Okay. So, yeah. All right, then I think we need to talk about the Kirby characters. We do. We it's do. It's or it's King Day today. So, here, here's the thing. I There's great ones, and now here's how I'm going to get torn, is because going into it and looking at our list, okay, looking at the existing roster, we've got a couple true villains in Bowser and Ganon. But, like, so many other good heroes on there. I'm like, we need, like, a true villain on the list. And DDD was the very first. And I was thinking from a character in terms of, like, roster. Because some people want to play as the bad guy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Listening to some of the stuff here. And also comparing to the list, we got a lot of heavy people on the existing bra- on the existing bracket already. And DDD would just be another one on there. Whereas Meta Knight would be a different kind of fighting style. So, one, so DDD leans more one way from me from a character type and my night goes the other way for fighting style where it's like well shoot i mean both are popular characters they would each um fight in a very different way uh king daddy would be a heavy brawler whereas our previous heavy characters i would call donkey kong you know he's probably a brawler bowser I mean, honestly, they're all Bowser and Ganon. Actually, they're all they'd all be brawlers. I feel like, which I think is kind of typical for heavy heavy characters in fighting games. Are typically going to be more of a brawler type. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Dead Day is a little bit different. In the fact that he has a giant mallet. Uh, Ganon yeah. has a trident that he could use for his weapon, but DK is fists and Bowser is claws. Uh, then mm-hmm. there's Meta Knight, who is a much smaller character, can be a much lighter character. Maybe he'd be a tense bit heavier than Kirby himself. Uh, but he'd also be a speedy as fuck boy. 
I, uh, I just sorry, sorry. I just had this visual of Mennonite just being he like he's just only slightly heavier than Kirby. I just had this vision of Mennonite being incredibly weighed down by his helmet and just dragging it. Like, Guys, I'll be there in a second. I mean, Hold on. I, I mean, he's wearing a mask. <laughs> he's wearing it. a pauld pauldrons. He's got uh, whatever the fuck you call gr greaves. Is greaves the word I'm looking for? He's got armored boots. Uh, he's got wings and a sword. So yeah, he's heavier than Kirby. Just probably not too much. Uh, but he's still, he's speedy boy, he's fast uh, with the sword. Um, not too many of the characters on the roster would be a super fast melee character. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're also like, both, I, you were talking about villains, but both characters fit the villain bill. They do truly. Danite is more villain than Meta Knight is, but they have both been antagonistic to Kirby. They've also both been... Uh, allies to Kirby in differing games. Okay. Yeah. So uh, more recent, yeah, more recent, Go ahead. Yeah. You go, John. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no. no go you, you go. You... Oh my God! One of you go. So I had it. Okay. Okay. So here's my question, because as he, as you just broke down the um the brawlers and they're different. Oh, hammer versus trident hurt versus fist versus claws. Here's my question, because I know Meta Knight specifically by his sword. Do you think we have the same kind of enough differentiation? Because I'm looking at the list now with we we could have both Marth and Takamaru, where it's like if it's and Link, all sword people. Like I don't know if that's like it, it wouldn't be the same fighting style still. I know, but it's also well the axes are everywhere. <laughs> it's I mean they're already everywhere. Um, right, what do you think about that? Well, that's what I was trying to get to. Uh, Link is, you know, your typical sword user, uh, sword and shield, very, very standard. Uh, Takamaru is samurai, so very different fighting style. Uh, Ganon <laughs> has a trident, but he's be more of a brute force kind of guy with it. Pit, uh, wouldn't be having swords at this point. All right. Online. Pit would just be his bow and arrow, because the sword didn't exist until, uh, Uprising. So, oh, and then there's Marth, who's also a very typical swordsman, uh, just without the shield. So, a little bit... Actually, no, he doesn't have the shield in Smash, I don't believe, Jono? No, he, nope, nope. Yeah, he, theoretically, he could, because the Fire Emblem is a shield in Fire Emblem. But uh, Makes sense. for Smash, he does not. So, there's a little bit of difference there between him and Link. And also, Link is a little bit <clears throat> sword plus gadgety, while with Martha is pure sword. Uh, and then looking at the other ones who we have here, currently in debate tonight, uh, Seleph... Is also pure sword. I think he is capable of another weapon type. I just don't remember what it is offhand. And you could also take from his father and go uh, give him a horse, which is something John really wants to do with a Smash character. Oh, is, 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 is John a horse girl? Is that what this is? Yes. Okay, yes. fair. His uh, favorite movie was Spirit. Yes. And if you're going to theoretically give Sella to his father's horse cavalry stuff, you could give him, you know, Stigger's ability to use lances as well to differentiate him a bit as well. And then Meta Knight is shorter sword, shorter range, but fast. That's his big mm -hmm. difference is that everybody else is more of a standard speed while Meta Knight is, I'm going to outpace you, motherfucker. <laughs> it, it's like, it, it, I appreciate that energy too. Ooh. Because oh, this is this is a tough one because they're both good. I think. 
they're definitely both good. Um, Meta Knight, I feel, is, you know, he's in a class of his own, despite being a sword fighter, um, because he's so speedy and because of his stature. And he can fly, so there, there's a lot there that is different. Um, and, and like, Marth can't turn into a tornado and move around like Meta Knight can. But, um, so I think, I think that's fine. And King Dedede, too, on that same other... Yeah, they, yeah, there's other, like, big brawlers, but he has, uh... He has his mallet slash hammer thing, uh, the jet hammer, and he can suck um, in a different way than Kirby can. Um, oh, toss enemies around. Well, I mean, just, technically just they like... do suck in the same way. It's just Meta or King Dedede doesn't get the same benefits from his sucking. Oh, Kirby gets. When you're he right. Sucks. King Dedede doesn't swallow. That's well. That's yes. Correct. You did not only say that, Jono. He he keeps the fighters like in his mouth and then spits them out as a star. Yep. Let's go. With that being said, um, with how we're talking and all the points here, if I had if if gun to my head, if I had to pick between the two right now, I am actually going to say Mennonite. I think he checks a lot of the boxes that I'd like in terms of different variety in gameplay and still having the kind of evil kind of side of it where people want to play as something like that. And I think DDD still has a lot of great potential to it. I, I But I also have the feeling like by the next time the next iteration comes around, DDD is going to fit into that same kind of box of how Fox and Luigi did here. Like, it's going to be DDD's time at some point. But oh, yeah, it would be the same for when it's Me Meta Knight's time. So which one do we need more? Yeah, I mean... Not to talk too much about the future, but most likely, whichever one of them doesn't get in to the N64 roster, will most likely make it onto the GameCube roster, and if not that, the Wii roster. They they mm -hmm. will absolutely make it by that point. It's just we have to decide in the moment now. The hey, now? you know, what if in this hypothetical franchise, Smash gets canned after this game? I mean, for our mm -hmm. project's sake, it's not going to. But we have to <laughs> think about it from the perspective of. This is the game, right? Um, yeah. Um, so I, I'm not quite decided yet because I do have one more argument in DD's favor. Um, considering the the actual Smash 64 dev stories that Sakurai has shared, King DDD was a character, uh, not Meta Knight, who was deeply considered by Sakurai for Smash 64 and didn't make it due to cut uh, like development time, basically. Um, so. I was thinking, like, why would that be the case? Because they're they're arguably shoulder to shoulder. Uh, so what makes one number two and one number three? Um, in in this instance, King Dedede over Meta Knight. Um, and as it were, Sakurai at the time when he was uh, still with with Hal and and whatever working on Kirby, uh, Meta Knight was not in Dreamland Two. He was not in Dreamland Three, and he was not in sixty four. So there were two games out and one game on the way in the middle of the Dark Matter saga where Meta Knight was still making repairs to the Halberd and, and was less of a prominent character at the time for DDD. Oh. Well, it's a good point, too. No! I can, I can, speak, to, points, all of I can speak to some of that. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> first of all, Meta Knight isn't Kirby's superstar. Yes. So there is that. So it's not like he was completely gone. Superstar released on the Super Nintendo in 96. So he's, mm -hmm. he's still there for that. Uh, but 
why was King Dedede chosen over Mennonite in Smith 64? I think it comes down to one of two reasons. One, Dedede might have been Sakurai's personal favorite of the two. I don't know that. It's just a possibility. But I think the other reason is Smash 64 doesn't have a villain or like a big brawler type like the heavy boy. The only heavies you could call heavies in 64 are Samus. Yeah, true. Smash 64 doesn't have a Bowser. Bowser, I believe, was another character that was uh, considered for 64. But But in our revisionist history here, Bowser's already here. Donkey Kong. Oh, I guess Donkey Kong would have been another heavy brawler uh, in Smash 64. But we've got Bowser and Donkey Kong and Ganon. All mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, these characters are both archetypes. They both fit archetypes present already, but are different in their own ways as well. So it kind of comes down to preference because I agree that one will make it now and one will make it later. And there's there may not be room for both here. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, mm. what? Where are we thinking, you guys? Shoot. <laughs> um, it's it's truly neck and neck, and I don't think there's a wrong answer. It's just, I hate there's that. Just an, there's just an answer that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. I. Ah. Th- uh. I don't want to be the first to say anything either, which I, I, which I said earlier, because the problem is that like I, I was like here I am leaning towards Meta Knight, and then you made that really good point about DDD being more prevalent in general, where it's kind of like yeah I could see that too. Gosh darn it. Mm. Okay. Do you mm. I mean I'm approaching I'm approaching this from what they would do in Smash largely, and mm-hmm. between them and every other character where we have currently and are up for discussion I think Meta Knight is the more unique option of them. Yes, he missed out on Kirby's Dream Line 2 and Kirby's Dream Line 3 but he was still in Kirby Superstar which released in 96 in between those two games and apparently uh, Dream Line 2 I don't know about Dream Line 3 but I, I looked up things on Dream Line 2 here. Dream Line 2 was made by different people that worked on Kirby's Adventure which explains why Meta Knight was not in that game. Hmm. <laughs> Strangely, they made a Kirby game on NES after Game Boy released. It's like, what? Okay. But Nintendo told Sakurai to do it. It's like, all right, whatever. (laughs) Enough groaning. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to what I said before Jono's point. I think I am leaning more towards Meta Knight. Okay, majority rules. Meta Knight's in. All right. Mm. I didn't know I had that kind of power. You don't. Don't shut up. <laughs> All right. Where do we want to go next? How many characters have we have we approved at this point? Uh, that's something five. to look at. We've got five now with Meta Knight? Yeah, Luigi, Meta Knight, Fox, Pikachu, Mewtwo. 
Okay, so half the roster is determined. Uh, mm-hmm. At least the six, well, at least one of those is going to go to uh, Peach or Wario, possibly a second to the other two. Who knows? Right. Uh, possibly one, two, or zero of the third parties. Um, I think at this point, John, should we look at Fire Emblem? Sure. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I want to ask you a question, Jono. I'm surprised sure. that you did not include a Fire Emblem choice here, because you are the Fire Emblem, the the, the bigger Fire Emblem fan. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear your thoughts first here, not just uh, not only why you didn't include a Fire Emblem character, but between these, uh, what do you think between Seleth and Tiki? Sure. Um, I didn't choose a Fire Emblem character for my list because I felt like there were options that were more prevalent at the time. Um, there, there was Genealogy and Thracia on the Super Famicom, I think in nine, what, 94 and 96, so it's still rather um, relevant. And we can assume that Marth would have made the series popular as it is now in the West much sooner with the Super Nintendo, so those games would have come out in the West as well. Um, uh, just as so a brief there, note, Thracia does not exist yet in the, in the timeline. Does not okay. So genealogy is the most recent one. That is so yeah. interesting. Then yeah, because <laughs> Thracia came console. out uh, September of '99, which is mm. roughly, well, more than roughly, it's over a year after this deadline. Yeah, multiple years into the 64's lifespan too. So that's just I I just didn't think of that. Mm. Um, that there was that much crossover between consoles and that time period because it certainly isn't now um yeah so it, it's still a relevant series at the time and and would would keep going uh it was it wasn't an oversight i i just felt like the characters that i had on my list were more like 64 era ish except for game and watch <laughs> um not to say the fire emblem is a bad choice there's there's still a path to where we include one of these characters. Um, not both. Not both. It's not that time, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So we're at five. How many are we passing through again? Sorry, ten? Ten. Ten, okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can see where, where we may include one. Because it, one there, and then one, at least one of District Mario, one out of the retro slash, like, Ryota Falcon Bunch, at least. Yeah, there, there's there's potentially room here. Um, <clears throat> Seleth at the time is the most recent Lord of Thracia has not come out yet, since Leaf is the most prominent Lord of Thracia. Um, Seleth is a NPC in a few chapters in, in that game. Oh. Um, still important in, in where, where he does appear, but not playable. Um, he is a sword user. Um kind of a cross between Sigurd and Marth, not quite as um not quite as elegant as Marth and, and not as quite as um I, I don't know uh, 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 not quite as horse driven as Sigurd, I suppose. Sigurd also um is capable of wielding lances and swords where Seleth only wields a sword. Actually um actually I just checked Seleth does give the ability to use lances when he promotes the Night Lord. Oh, is that is, in three yeah. in, in genealogy? Which okay. Is also, okay. when he um, gets his horse mount. Hmm. Perfect. I had forgotten that. So, um, yeah. So, I would say. I mean, the 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 
thing they're using is still. I think he he his primary weapon is is a legendary sword, but for Smash, I think you can make him a weapon swap character or just give him a lance. Screw it. Um, you know, which has been the long-standing argument with Smash fans for for Sigurd. Uh, so are are you making a mix of the of the two weapons? So there's definitely a lot to work with 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 there. Tiki is one of my like overarching overall favorite choices for Fire Emblem, like even to this day. She's she's such an evergreen character in Fire Emblem, one of the most popular characters, I think, today and to date, and like Marth is is very emblematic of the series as a whole. Um being one of the first manakeets, manakets, however you mana mana however you pronounce it. Um and just innately having that ability to transform into a dragon uh for special moves or whatever or um using a dragon stone in, in the same sense and or growing wings on her humanoid body all that works and i mean we already cut charizard so more power to her <laughs> i had a backup no <laughs> no <laughs> i mean i mean i won't lie i thought about it when charizard was on the table but i just didn't i didn't want to like make that case that there's another dragon on the board when we then who knows we may not include tiki yeah mm-hmm. i mean that was the big thing because i was like looking at him and trying okay you know what i want to include someone from fire emblem is what i was thinking for it and a lot of the arguments that were made were not ones that i had earlier which uh, i mean the arguments made now i didn't like have that knowledge prior because me coming into it i'm thinking like oh i'm in super smash Bros. and play all these games with all my knowledge I have two blue-haired swordsmen here in front of me, and it would have been very overgeneralized. And I'm hearing more now about, like, okay, there is a lot more difference there, and there's a lot more nuance to it. I just... Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Tiki and thinking, this is so different than everything else we already have on the roster from a playstyle standpoint. It was a big thing. Mm-hmm. It was it, with the big push of, like, yeah, she, she's she's the one I wanted to do for Fire Emblem. Um, and... You know, even though Fire Emblem is approached like a Final Fantasy, we're still at the point where Marth's games, um, Mystery of the Emblem and Shadow Dragon, are still fairly recent and, yeah. and would still be... And and they're so massively popular in Japan to this day. I feel like the same would apply to America, where they're like, oh, this is kind of the first game in, in that we were exposed to, so we have a soft spot in our hearts for it. It's this big deal. Um, Tiki would therefore have a lot of prevalence, you know, besides Marth, ergo, she, she would probably be the most iconic character overall that Fire Emblem has at this point. Um, Selif does have a lot going for him. I, I like the horse, I like the lances, and he's a little, he's not brawny, but he's a little brawnier than Marth, right? Like, he would fight a little bit more recklessly, so there's, there's nuances to the playstyle, as Curb said. Um, when I look at these two characters side by side, though, even though Selif is the lord of his game, the the primary character, and it's the most recent game announced thus far, my choice, for reasons I had already mentioned, between the two would be Tiki. And, you know, not to bring, like, out-of-the-era biases into it or whatever, but she is a woman and that is because and it's beca- becoming a little jarring to me you know with with my current viewpoint anyway that we have very few of them on the roster so far we in with previous rosters and i know i didn't have 
any female characters on mine, not because I didn't want to, just these were the characters that came to, came to me. But uh, in previous mm-hmm. roster, we didn't really have much opportunity for female characters besides Samus. Because mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, gaming as it was at the time, didn't give us a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have yeah. more now, so we can definitely add more now. Uh, Peach is on the table, Tiki is on the table, Dixie Kong is theoretically on the table. Uh, Jill. Know, we kind of push her up. Yeah, Jill. Jill is a stole possibility on the table as well. Um, so we can absolutely add more now. Uh, something I was thinking about earlier when we were, like, before we even got to this point, I was thinking about, like, how do you make Tiki work? Because Tiki, in her human form, doesn't fight. She only fights when she transforms into a divine dragon. But when I was thinking about things, and, you know, I'm looking at a gallery artwork of Tiki, and I'm realizing, hmm... There is a precedent set way back from the old days. I don't know. I don't know if it was the first game or not, or exactly which game first established this. But I know back in the old TCG, which has very old art, so I'm assuming you know it's gonna be from back fucking then. Precedent is set that Tiki can just manifest the wings. Oh. So we can absolutely have just Tiki manifesting wings for like a jump animation or doing a, an extra mid-air jump or as that's an up special she gets a, a surgeon flying up through the air a bit uh, she can pull out her dragon soda and fire out blasts of light fire lightning whatever it looked like in the first game I don't fucking know and she can use that to attack with in different ways I, I think <sighs> Tiki could be made to work whereas Selif, um, while he was the one that I wrote down I actually didn't even think about Tiki I didn't even think about her. Because I was just looking mm-hmm. at these standard lords, which is what most people tend to look at when they're looking at Fire Emblem characters. I was like, alright, Selif or <laughs> Selica. Selif is the more recent. I will go with Selif. Because, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of what Nintendo does with Fire Emblem and Smash. It's like, alright, who's the most recent lord? Alright, welcome to the game, kid. Uh, you play like Marth. Let's <laughs> be honest. <laughs> Unfortunately, them, let's be honest. Yes. Half of them play like Marth, and the most recent Fire Emblem Lord, if he was added, would just play like. <sighs> Leave it to the one that's never played a Fire Emblem game to throw a wrench into all of this. No, 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 no. I'm glad that you did because I like the pick. I like the pick. I think I, uh, I, honestly, I think you would. Yeah. I think there's a good argument for Tiki. Like the only thing that was holding me back earlier was I wasn't sure how they would handle transforming into the dragon, but they don't have to. They can do personal transformation and just have her dragon attacks come out of the dragon stone itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we can yeah. Tiki. You think so? I think so, too. Yeah, Dang. said that otherwise. Fair. <laughs> Xantok only speaks tr- in truths. <laughs> Only if this steals an absolute. Well, he's the one that <laughs> well, said only. I didn't say that. Eh, it was implied. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I thought she was going to get sniped early, too. It was like, I'm probably weird for picking this. I mean, you are. No, no. <laughs> I am. That doesn't change anything. We just, we validate you're weird in this instance. Yes. Damn it. 
All right, so do we want to officially add in Tiki and ditch Self? I I think so. I think there's room for a Fire Emblem character, but only one. They're Agreed. they're both only good picks, but but I um, think but and I think yeah. Mm-hmm. I think from a play style, she's also going to add variety, and there's there's diversity in there too. So I I think Tiki is a very strong choice. Mm-hmm. And looking at the sprites in the like the overlay from the other one, is Tiki the very first one that isn't a playable character that we've added, or is Takamaru no, T- one too? No, Tiki's playable. Oh, she is? Oh. Yeah, Tiki's playable in the original Final Emblem. No, 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 I mean, like, uh, as a Super Smash Brothers character. Oh! Oh, uh, I, well, Tak- recognize... Takamaru that we added in NES is not okay. actually in Smash. Uh, gotcha. Neither is Mega Man X, uh, but Mega Man, Mega Man is, Ganon isn't, but Ganon Dorf is. Oh, that's the confu- That's where I got confused, okay. Yeah, and then from what we've added in so far, just for this roster, Tiki is the only one not in Smash proper. Gotcha, okay. Um, so with that done, I think we have another easy snipe uh, oh. to, to take out, I think. Because okay. from what you mentioned, talking about this character is like it was almost like not going to happen, kind of. And that's Falcon. Like, do oh. we think he's do we think he's a, like I, I'm so used to him being in the experience. So I think there was a lot of nostalgia from my part. But you 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 were saying like, hey, he was almost kind of background. Like he almost didn't even make it kind of thing. Like, so I'm trying to like, OK, what's his. Because I'm thinking from like the game side of thing. I may have never played Fire Emblem, but I know so much of the legacy about it still. I can't say the same for Cap- for Falcon. What do you think? So, so it's an interesting case because, yeah, kind of, kind of the uh, from what the requisite knowledge that we have now of of how Smash works and and where Captain Falcon fits into that framework. Uh, there was a game that Sakurai was developing prior to Smash that he pitched to Nintendo called Dragon King, where all of the characters uh, had frameworks similar to Falcons in Smash. Um, Dragon King, you know, one corporate decision to another, became Smash Brothers. And the preservation of that Dragon King fighter skeleton, uh, Sakurai looking at all the various characters that could fit that mold, he was like, what about Captain Falcon? That would be, like, fucking weird. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's do Captain Falcon and, and make him, like, a total cheeseball hunk who shouts all of his moves like a superhero. Um, And it became like the meme. Like Falcon at this point is arguably Mr. Smash Brothers and not Mr. F-Zero because nowadays people are like, what the hell is (laughs) F-Zero? Unfortunately so. Uh, F-Zero at the time though, I mean, you know, framework of the 64, it's still in its primes. Just, just, I kind of view like Ryota and Falcon in, in a similar vein here um i think you can have one you could potentially have two but it would be weird i think the sweet spot is one of these characters um and so if this were you know our worlds falcon is such an obvious get like yes he's in but without the framework of dragon king and it it just becomes another like oh this is a racing character so they're on equal footing here um and, and eliminating biases of our of our circumstance and how we know smash to be in our world it Mm -hmm. becomes an interesting discussion um definitely what what are you thinking at this point uh it's complicated f-zero and captain falcon in this new timeline we have crafted is a very complicated subject um right now there are 
technically four if I'm or F Zero character F Zero games that have released. The original on uh, SNES, I believe that. Yeah, the original on SNES. F Zero X on uh, the N sixty four is out. Wait, no, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, F Zero X isn't out yet because uh, that released wow. in hmm. July of nineteen ninety eight, and our limit is January. So F Zero X is out yet, which I think makes Captain Falcon a much harder sell. Then there were two. Uh, it's B, yeah, yes, games BS, like F Zero, Grand F, Grand Free, and Grand Free Two. I don't really understand what these are supposed to be, but <laughs> I don't so, quite get that. It seems like they're essentially like how Street Fighter or Street Fighter Two had like its. Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, Hyper, and whatever the fuck else. That's my general assumption. But So Captain Falcon is more complicated because we don't have Dragon King at this point. Now, you, we could manufacture some bullshit that maybe Sakurai, in between Smash games, wanted to make Dragon King. I don't know. And then it got canned, and he's like, well, I'll just Captain Falcon this shit. We could bullshit that. We could. Uh, but beyond that, I think it's a hard. It's it's definitely a harder sell for Captain Falcon right now. Uh, if F Zero X was out, I would be more thinking, okay, this could work. But it's not. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a hard call, Captain Falcon, right now. So, I I do want to say because here I am saying maybe take him off the list. I'm comparing the racing game characters see though um as much as i said snipe falcon um i i'm still picking falcon over riota <laughs> i i don't i just i get the appeal to it and like what his moveset would be but i just i don't know if he lives in what the universe of smash is at this point <laughs> not to suddenly switch gears and take a shot at someone else but it just throws me off seeing him on this list honestly <laughs> That's just because you you don't know the character, but but you know, uh, and and I think you might be injecting your real world bias, loving Probably. Falcon for being a Smash character, yeah. into that statement. I think you're right um, on it. It's just weird. It is interesting. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, from from that standpoint, if we're just like, oh yeah, Falcon is in, and he has this move set, and he says, "Show me your moves" for some reason, and it's like, for some reason, we all, we, of course, we all want him in. But it's it's the interesting thing is it's not our reality. So all of that is no longer a given. Mm. It is it is so strange, um, and yeah. So I I think uh, F Zero is still a very um, prominent game in Nintendo's history at this point. It was a launch title on the Super Nintendo, so a lot of people played it and a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, Wave Race at the time, my argument is is that it's more current to where um, it's cited as one of the primary titles Nintendo was developing right out of the gate to where they were like, okay, this is helping us create a 3D plane in video games for the first time. This is this is one of the games helping us transition from like a 2D pseudo 3D scope of view into reality. So there's a I think they're kind of on equal footing from like where you would have to stretch with how to make them work. It's it's just weird seeing the two and comparing them, knowing that Captain Falcon is a big character now where it's we are. Kind of like the Donkey Kong versus Donkey Kong Junior debate that we had. 
Sure, in a way, yeah. Uh, so something else I'll bring up in returns to uh, uh, Ryota in Wave Race is Wave Race is also kind of in a weird category with its game release because the first game was on Game Boy, uh, mm-hmm. not developed by Nintendo. They published it, but they didn't develop it, and it did not release in Japan. Yeah, Wave Race sixty four was developed by Nintendo and released in Japan, and um, I'm just looking here on the official wiki page for it. And apparently it was referred to as F-Zero on Water. So the game was made very much with F-Zero in mind. And at one point they considered having uh, high-speed boats that could transform. But then Miyamoto was just like, no, do jet skis. Because he apparently thought that if they were transforming, apparently it would make them not be differentiated. And have some other titles on the console, which I don't quite understand that bit. But I don't know what other racing or transforming vehicles were on the N64. But it does okay, also mean okay, it's kind of in a weird spot as well, just based off of that. Um, with the whole, the first one wasn't actually in Japan. So Smash, well, not in Japan, but it wasn't done by Nintendo, or released in Japan, yeah. Which sometimes Smash gets weird about that, but... Hard to say. Sure. Where the most prominent going. game was released in Japan first. Uh, well, yeah, because it was actually made by Nintendo proper. Hmm. So you're you're. I think that again puts them on kind of even footing because they both are. They both essentially have one game in the series at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would make the argument one's on the 64 and it's the 64 we're debating for a con- for the console. But besides that, who knows? <sighs> on one hand, on one hand, we're doing something wildly different. And on the other hand, we're uh, potentially cutting our boy. So there's like one or two or maybe even, I mean, there's one or the other or maybe none. <laughs> I mean, just because, yeah. I, I, like we mentioned before, the Kirby characters, just because one doesn't make it here or both don't make it here even, doesn't mean they can't make it in a later title. But mm-hmm. if we were if we were to be choosing one of them over the other, I think my lean... Hmm. Well, here here's... I, I'm of two minds. Wow. I don't know, it's kind of... Captain Falcon is more standard. I think Ryota would be more experimental with using the jet ski and figuring out how they're going to incorporate that. I think they can. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think they can do it. I'm not going to argue that they can't. It's just going to be more of a question mark of doing it. Uh, where, what I'm kind of coming, kind of coming back to is Dragon King, and whether or not it's true that Captain Falcon does pull from that or not. We do know that um, he does pull some from Samus. Uh, I actually said that wrong earlier. I uh, was looking at Captain just a bit ago, and I was like, oh, no, he does pull some in. He does directly pull some animation from Samus. Uh, whether or not he pulls anything from Dragon King is true or not, it's hard to say. Um, but, but, there is a reason why Sakurai chose to put him in, even whether Dragon King is true or not, over other characters that could have possibly done that. Ryota, I think you could argue could have also been that same body build 
in a in sixty four like graphic setting, and he wasn't picked then. Maybe was was that because Sakurai wouldn't have to be on a jet ski and thought if he wasn't that would be weird? I don't know. But I think they both could have, in theory, fit that same build. And the fact that one was chosen in reality and one was not, well, that's that's where my thoughts currently are. And neither of them were on my list, so hey. <laughs> Why didn't you include Falcon on your list? Uh, a lot because of the Dragon King question, honestly. I was just like, do I include Falcon now? Does it make sense to include Falcon now in this new timeline? Should Falcon wait until the GameCube era? Uh, because, you know, his only console game is F-Zero on the SNES. And we haven't had X yet, or GX. But mm -hmm. that's and there's, knowledge. Yeah, and, there, and there's, there's, there's still that argument now, since X and GX are such lauded titles comparatively mm -hmm. and the develop and the development timeline would be somewhat different for smash 64 where x could have been taken into consideration yeah mm -hmm. and and what did what, what did i say what did x when did i say x released uh x released yeah months after this so they would have known it was in development if they wanted to use that as an argument mm -hmm. it released in july our deadline is january if they wanted gotcha. to promote use and promote F Zero, they easily could. Also true. Also true. Oh, several key waiver sixty four programmers, including the lead programmer, made up the in house development team for F Zero X. Hmm. Yeah, there there was like a right side team of racing dudes. Yeah. At Nintendo EAD. Yeah. That's there, was a, there was a time that Nintendo cared about these games, even when Mario Kart existed. Who knew? They're fools <laughs> for thinking there's no room for F-Zero. They're absolutely as you stupid idiots. Uh, there's room for F-Zero. There's room for Wave Race. There's room for Excite Bike and Truck and shit. They're all different. Like <laughs> I'm less... I'll, I'll see you on the Wave Race. I'm less convinced that there's room for Excite. And 1080. Snowboarding, yep. Okay, well, that's snowboarding, so that's completely different. But excite plus, though. Yeah, excite. I'm less convinced on, but that's not what we're here to discuss. No, uh, but not if today. We, but if we were to choose between these two, my lean is Falcon. Um, there's a reason why he was chosen, Dragon King or otherwise. Uh, yes, F Zero is. It's been longer since the original F Zero, but X is also coming soon. I think even at this point in the time, they would see Smash as a vehicle to promote characters and games that they want to give more attention to. Mm -hmm. So now the question is: Does Captain is Captain Falcon fast tracked? Is is there room for that now, or do we discuss all the characters first? I, I also think it's interesting that, that um, Ryota gave this much of an argument to where, where they are staunchly, roughly 50-50 yeah. um, on, on the discussion. I mean, who knew? And also, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I maintain my stance, and and so it's interesting because I think we'll hit some of these fundamental disagreements later on too. So it's going to be very interesting when we get into the GameCube era and, and further where we're dealing with more characters. It's going to be like, oh, mm, oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not saying let's fast track Falcon yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not, but I am saying let's. Let's table these two for now, I think. Because mm -hmm. uh, let's see, we have how many picked out right now? We have one, two, three. We have six picked out right now. Here's where I think we should pivot. I think we should pivot to Balloon Fighter and Mr. Game and Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's only going to be one of the two of them. And that will give us our, assuming we even want one of them, which I think we want one of them. That'll be our slot number seven. Mm -hmm. And then maybe that's the point we we look at uh, picking one of the third parties, get our eight, and then we can kind of decide like we can look back at Peach and Wario at that point, and then I think from that's there fair. things might start sliding into place. I'm good with that. Maybe so, yeah. Okay, so Balloon Fighter versus Mister Game and Watch. Uh, oh, I'm buddy. gonna I'm gonna lead out with my uh, anti game and watch argument because this is why <laughs> I did not include it in my list even though I considered him I left him off for a very specific reason. Jono, how did the characters in Smash Sixty Four look? Polygonal. Very polygonal. Can you imagine Mister Game and Watch with that political design? Huh? Because I can't. Do you think they wouldn't be able to pull off the, the 2D look in 64? I'm not saying they can't pull the 2D look. Well, they can definitely pull off like the whole you know flipping back and forth part. But he's going to look weird, I feel like, in, in, in 64 graphics. I think he would be polygonal and it would just not look right. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I think you can... Like, Paper Mario is a different story since Paper Mario is a sprite, and this is not a sprite-based game, so I, I can understand that. Pa Paper Mario is a good argument. Paper Mario does not exist at this point in the timeline. No, although it does prove that, that these movements are possible. It um, does. But the, the, the question is, would they, uh, would they go out of their way to make a sprite-based character in a, in a game with 3D models at this point? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good point. Um, you know, the, the argument for Game & Watch, like, uh, perennially just always is, he is retro gaming for Nintendo. Like, he yeah. precedes the NES. He, he's arcade-era, like, take-it-on-the-go, first handheld console, essentially, with at least the first one that's not, you know, solitaire on a black LED. <laughs> so, um... There's always that going for him. The, the The profile is very high. He's the Mario of an era, essentially. Um, Balloon Fighter is also a beloved NES character. I mean, it's a, a launch or near-launch title for the NES, and uh, you can't go wrong with that either. <laughs> and, I, and I think, you know, developmentally, you know, having a balloon system where you're like, oh, he popped a balloon, now you have to blow another one, and the more you have, the higher he can fly. I think that's totally feasible. I, I think, you know, they have a couple smashes in the bag at this point that wouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So like, but I, I, I think to include like on a one system, I want Game and Watch in. I yeah. just have a hard time picturing him in the N sixty four Smash style. Even imagining him as he looks in Melee versus sixty four characters is kind of weird. Like it's a funny weird, but yeah, I, I understand. I understand. I'm not going to say it's not weird. What does Curb Walker think? If I yeah, uh, like, I like, want none of these fools. I've never played either of the games, so I don't feel like I have a good enough opinion on them. I just know more about Mr. Game and Watch. He seems to be more someone like iconic that makes sense to put in the roster. It's, it's I it, it is kind of like weird because it's like okay, from a gaming like programming perspective of how it would look and if it would make sense to be able to have him in this game and stuff maybe balloon man makes more sense but then it's like i don't know if like it, then it's that kind of thing okay he, it's feasible of it but like i'd rather have like peach and wario instead of peach or wario and balloon man like i mm, it's an interesting one there's so many different angles of this we hadn't even talked about the polygons yet we picked half our cast <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah I also yeah I, I I get where Lester's coming from saying that you know we we want a retro character but at the same time how retro is retro at this point um you know for for we're in the 90s now so everything here is only 20 years old tops hmm. <sighs> so it's uh just a matter of uh, we we have th Four slots left, so there's room for one if we want him, or there's room for Wario and Peach, and oh my gosh, yeah, it's it is partially overwhelming, actually. It, it's a it is a little bit. It's very much like, hey, we'll we'll come back to this pair. Hey, we'll come back to this pair. Now we have another third one on on top of that now. Ah, uh. these are fair, we're gonna... these are fair thoughts. <laughs> if we're going to do that, then let's commit to this right here, right now. Okay. We're, we, we've put down thoughts on Peach and Wario, Ryota mm -hmm. and Captain Falcon, Balloon Fighter Mr. Game Watch, and for various reasons, uh, one or two or none of any of those could potentially make it. I think the one that's, I think we're definitely going to have at least one of Peach or Wario. That's, that's, we, we're definitely doing that, I believe. But mm -hmm. the other four, or the the, the other four in contention, are bigger question marks, of mm -hmm. including one, two, or none. Probably not two of any of those two categories. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's commit to this right here. Let's pivot again to third parties, <laughs> and we are going to agree that one of them is going to make it in in this discussion, and then you're not going to be tabled as a foursome. One of them okay. is for sure making it. Let's do that, and then we will circle back. Okay. Okay. All right. Bomber so, Band, Crash Bandicoot, Jill Valentine, Leon Kennedy. Um, let's let's make this easy. I think we should eliminate one of the Resident Evil people now, because it's not, it's obviously only going to be one of them. And if like let's get that discussion out of the way and see which one would be a stronger one to hold up for it. Okay. I think because like there's good points in it. Jill's more of a classic. She was available in the original. And I think with the diversity side of it, um, but you brought up a really good point about Leon being his own um, 
like his true own protagonist and the more recent ones to come out, something that they would have capital wanted to capitalize on more. And I do feel like their playstyles would be really similar. Yeah, they might they, have different quirks in it, but yeah. They they, they have they probably they have some like differences in their guns. Uh, and I don't remember if the first game has a knife. It probably does. I just don't remember. Uh, yes. But they both, okay, yeah. So they both do. They both have uh, rocket launchers. They both have pistols. Uh, and they can both easily do something like, you know, throwing a zombie at somebody else, much like how Jill does in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. <laughs> uh, but I think, I think where it comes from for me is Resident Evil 2 is the new game. That's 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 my big argument. RE2 is new. Leon's the current lead. The they're currently like the first game has Chris, Jill, uh, Wesker. Not quite. Don't you don't know he's evil yet? I don't think maybe at the very end. Uh, Rebecca and some other guy whose name I can't recall. Uh, but then two Barry? is yeah Barry. Thank you. But then two is a story of Leon and Claire. They, they are the two. There's like Chris is mentioned, uh, obviously because you know Claire's his sister. Uh, I don't remember Jill's mentioned. Um, I don't remember if Wesker is mentioned, but you have Mister Rex, who's your big antagonist, and then the mayor is a dickhead. Hmm. I I guess here's my question for because like I would feel like going for a later game first and then if we ever went back to another one like i mean because i mean that's the thing these are third party they're not going to have the same kind of we're not going to have the same approach to them in future ones where oh we're, we'll keep adding people from the mario world we'll keep adding people from, from well not people we'll keep adding characters from the pokemon world that's not going i don't think that's going to be the same with the third party they're going to be more one-offs for like the oh look who we got kind of thing i mean no you're right but um, it, Smash, like even looking at Smash proper, typically speaking, the third party character that gets in is either the first, the most recent, or the most iconic. Uh, challenge me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure every single third party uh, in Smash um, fits that bill. Ken is. Ken might not, but Ken's an echo. And then Richter and Simon are kind of a weird thing because one of them is the original, one of them is the popular Japan choice. Mm -hmm. uh, but I believe that's the case for all others. And at this point, there's only two Resident Evils. So, and they seem to be doing, at this point in time, an anthology type of thing where it's like, okay, here's our roster for the first game. Here's our roster for the second game. So it's not like we can really say, it's like, oh, we're not having the first one. It's like, well, no, because this is the new game. And we have Mega Man X and not the original Mega Man. Then if we don't, it, it sounds like we may not have enough. It might, it, it almost sounds like an argument for neither at that point if we're not really sure on if we need either at this point. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know that that's what I was saying. It just kind of felt that way. Like we, like, well, we don't, hmm. No, I was just, what I was saying was I was discounting the idea that, oh, you you need to have the, the first protagonist, like, you really don't. Not, mm -hmm. Especially not this way. Now, if this was Smash Ultimate, then the the debate would be between... I mean, it's, it could be either the three of them, Chris, Jill, or Leon, because uh, they're all... Like, the series likes to mix it up, but at this point in the timeline, 
we got two games. Right. They each have different rosters. It's like how what Final Fantasy does, like what Fire Emblem does. Hmm. <clears throat> so here's my wrench, and I don't know how stuck it's going to get. It may be a non-starter argument, but um, on one hand, yes, at this point in the in technically speaking, so the third game in the Smash Brothers series. Uh, in our world, introduced third-party characters. One of them was Snake from Metal Gear, very prominently a mature series. Yep. But we are in the 1990s developing this game. What was the climate like for M-rated games at mm. the time in the 90s? What was Nintendo's approach? Yes, they had M-rated games on the console, but they never quite entered this world where, oh, uh, the person from the bloody M-rated game is rubbing, you know, heads and toes with Mario. I, I wonder if that's something that would be taken into account in this very conservative, comparatively, time. That is a good point. I think the other side of that is that looking at Snake... Snake don't use his guns. Bayonetta does. Joker does. But that's later in the timeline than when Snake was introduced. But they could all but they also don't have to give Jill or Leon a gun. They gave Snake explosives. So, you know, the rocket launcher is fair game. Uh the knife is fair game. Uh whatever the hell throwing a zombie is fair game. <laughs> hmm. It's um yeah, that's all true. I, I was just speaking more towards the, the culture at the time um, as a whole, I guess, like where where they may. I, I think Snake could. I don't know. I don't know if it's an, a valid point or not. It would. I think we can all agree it would be seen as more controversial, at least here in the West back then. Not mm -hmm. to say that neither of them could be chosen. It, this is fresh on all the distress around Mortal Kombat, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was... I mean, well, I know, Mortal Kombat I is not allowed in Japan, so Mortal Kombat's straight fucking out. <laughs> that's why I laughed when I saw it on one of the earlier, like, as options for one of the earlier time periods. Like, what the frick? I mean, because it, you know, it existed. That's why it's an option. I would love to. You have, do you have any idea how many times I've dressed as Sub-Zero for Halloween? <laughs> I, I don't, but it sounds like it is a more than zero time. Yeah, it was three. I knew it. <laughs> um, I don't know, because I'm looking at them. If I was going to really fight for one of these, because I know we were kind of talking about the Resident Evil, and I'm going off of it. If I was going to fight for one of the third-party ones, I think it'd be Crash. I'd fight for Bomberman. I Here, here's why. Here, here's why I'm saying no one crash. Here's why. Mm -hmm. Nintendo and Sony were not friends. That was Sony. So they are. They, Nintendo also wasn't friends with a couple of companies, but Nintendo was very much not friends with Sony because. Have you ever heard of the uh, what was it called, Jono? Was it the N64 DD or is that something else? 
Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That what the, the originally before the N sixty four before the PlayStation, Nintendo and Sony oh, were working no, no, on no. a it was, Yeah, it was a play, it was the PlayStation actually. It had a different name, I thought. Nope. It, it was their PlayStation. Well, anyways, the, the two of them were working on a disc based system together. They were going to work together to make it, but Nintendo backed out, and they decided to work on the. Uh, just make the N64 themselves instead and stick the cartridges and not go to disc. Sony was just like, fuck you. We're going to make our thing anyways. And that's how PlayStation came to rise. Mm -hmm. So the, the two of them were very much not friends, which is why Crash was not on mine, because Crash is owned by Sony. Okay. Like, when you... Like, you, you had kind of spelled out for some of them, you had called out, like, look, Sega and Square aren't going to... Sony wasn't, like, listed in that one, so I was like, oh, maybe they're okay, kind of thing. But had I had I known, then Crash would likely not be on the list, because I ruled out anyone that was not a good relationship. Yeah, and, and I, I hadn't thought to mention it, because it just didn't come to mind until we sat down for this one. I was like, oh, Sony... Oh, Sony... Sony, not, yeah, Activision... Sorry. So yeah, Activision is the developer of Crash, and they are the publisher of Crash now and Spyro, but Sony owned the rights and published the first three Crash games on the PS4. Oh, it's worse. I'm reading into the history of this. Uh, apparently, uh -huh. Sony wanted to control licensing for the, for the games. Nintendo didn't want that. They were trying to work around it, and they their alternative was to control profits and licensing, and Sony didn't like that. So apparently Nintendo found out that Sony was planning to backstab them by obtaining most or all the profits and leave Nintendo with next to nothing. And Whoa. then uh, the Nintendo president at the time was just like, yeah, no, fuck you. And they made a deal with Philips, which is how we got the CDI games. Oh, God. What yeah. So, yeah, just... very much not friends. Okay. Um, I understand crossing Crash off the list. <laughs> they... Both made horrible decisions. No. Yeah. It, it, it was definitely... I mean, I'm going to say Sony was more in the wrong, because... They... Yeah, they... The, they were, the, word, the language backed with Stab was, is in there. They, uh, they were villains. But they both... Neither one of them treated things... Oh, gosh. ...in a friendly manner. No. No. But okay. of, of these third parties, like Bomberman, I think is the first one to include, anyways. I uh, Hudson do, has a much friendlier take with uh, Nintendo. I'm not not necessarily more than Capcom, but the fact that they've had Bomberman crossover with Wario, and whether or not Wario gets into this roster, who knows? But I think Bomberman is a strong choice. Yeah, and not not to pull up the full list at the at the moment because I think the argument's already there, but. There are more than bombs in Bomberman games. Even, even earlier on, there's there's shot putts and drop kicks and blah 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 that help you maneuver the bombs in, in a way in in the maze games. Before even you know, uh, sixty four and Hero came out, which are platformers and would have given them a much more robust move set. Um, so yeah, I think the potential's there. And again, Hudson Soft is friends with Nintendo to the point that Nintendo at this time when they're very closed border with what they who, who they allow to develop their titles Hudson is developing the Mario Party games which which are huge at, at the time 
Um, so for those reasons, I would say Bomberman as well as an easy fast track. And the first Mario Party game would have just... Re- oh, wait, no, 1998. No, yes, they'd be working on it right now. Hmm. They would know it. Hudson said, oh, if you want us to work on this game, put Bomberman in Smash. I'm just... <laughs> but yeah. I scratch your Perhaps... back, you scratch mine. <laughs> Perhaps Bomberman can take the Dragon King moveset. <laughs> Bomber <worry>. punch! I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, the more I'm think the more I'm thinking it over and looking at them all and considering a lot of the conversations in there, I do see and lean more for the argument of Bomberman being the third-party representation. I love me and my Jill, but it's very much like... I, I, I think I lean with Jono that I don't think, like, some of the real more gritty stuff would be in... I mean, even if they're not... Even if they're not, like, using that in the game itself, it's still, like, from a universe that is that... I'm like, I'm wondering if they would have made that leap in, like, the late 90s like that. I mean, I think Jill and Leon are still on the table. Like, they're not being tossed out. Oh. There's just, like, because we have, again, we have room for up to two third parties. So having Bomberman does not exclude the other two. And I, I know you guys are unsure about the whole maturity of Resident Evil, but I don't see it as an issue. Hmm. But we are saying Bomberman's in. Is that what we can agree on? I say Bomberman. I say Bomberman. I say Bomberman, okay. So we did it. We put one of the third parties in so far and, and actually succeeded at putting in the seventh character. Thank fuck. I know. It's difficult, and I can only imagine it's going to get mm-hmm. worse from here. All right, Peach uh, Wario, let's talk about that now. With this discussion, as well as future installments of this game. Um, I like Peach both. Wario I think now. they're on equal footing. Um, Wario might have the edge a little bit because he comes from his own game series that they're trying to push at the time. Two is recently out or almost out. Three's on the way. They're they're rocking and rolling with land. Um but Peach is also again the entire moveset for Melee is there is available for her right now. She's a very she's Nintendo's most popular female character, um, always has been, probably always will be, um, and she could potentially have her spot too. So we're at seven. We have three slots slots left. I think there's room for both, but the question is, are we comfortable with that? Because if we put in both. We have one slot left. We have Leon, Jill, Ryota, Captain Falcon, Mr. Game & Watch, and Balloon Fighter all still to discuss. Are these two characters high-profile enough? Yes. Of course, they're Mario characters. Are they... Um, but is is there space in our minds from this developmental standpoint? Are we including three Mario characters? That's what I was thinking, uh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly... Mario is the biggest franchise, so you can, but are we? Honestly, right now, with 7 out of 10 picked, I don't have that confidence. Mm-hmm. I do think we should add in one of them. But then mm-hmm. after that, I think we need to compare whichever one remains. Like, operate under the assumption we can only have one. 
Mm-hmm. And then after that, compare them to the remaining characters. Like, okay, like assuming we put in Wario, do we want Peach more than Captain Falcon slash Ryota? Do we want Peach more than Balloon Butter slash Mr. Game Watch? Do we mm-hmm. want Peach more than Leon slash Jill? Vice versa, if we pick out Peach. Do we want Wario more than those character pairs? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it because like we've got Peach and Wario on one side, and the other six characters on the other side. I would pick Peach and Wario over anyone on the other side at this point right now. But I don't know if I want three Mario ones. That'd be like saying how we like could have more than three, two Pokemon on it too, and it's we're gonna be able to add them later as well. So it's a t- uh, it's a tough sell. Both ways. Mm-hmm. I I, and when, I, when it I comes... agree with that. Like, do I yeah. want them both? Yes. Do I think that they both have better? I can't think of the right word here. But do I think they're both better options than the others? Yes. But taking into franchise representation and trying not to overload—that's where the question comes in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I, I, yeah. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna make my argument. Mm, no, never mind. I'm taking my argument back. Never mind. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I had a thought process, and then it got easily debunked in my head. But the the sentence started, so I had to reel it back in. <laughs> God damn it! No, because I was gonna say like, well, Luigi's. All, we already have a Mario clone in Luigi, isn't Wario essentially a clone? But Wario is so no, different than what the other two are. So it's like ah, yeah, absolutely not. He would he would pull from his powers from Mario Land, so it would be a totally Dang. different thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, and it's difficult too. Like like you know, uh, looking at it from a developmental standpoint, where we are game developers in the 1990s. What makes the most sense from the standpoint of building on that previous roster of 16 from the Super Nintendo game, Peach or Wario? what it comes down to ultimately and it's a tough decision because both are a great choices before you said that i was thinking one character then as soon as you said uh in the developers with what makes sense at this point my mind immediately jumped to the other character oh no originally (laughs) i was thinking peach Mm -hmm. but with you saying it's like what makes sense right now in the now my mind went to wario He's the anti-Mario and the Wario Land games. Peach has stuff, yes, but Wario does have his own series of games. And I think that is a point in his favor. I think we could use another villain in our roster. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. Wario is, is the hot choice right now. I mean, yeah, that that hurts me because so much of myself is at the inclusion, like making sure there's more representation on certain sides, which is so such a, which is why I hurt to remove Peach from my list. And it's like, yes, okay, she's feasible. We can have her back on here. Oh my gosh! And then it's still like, ah, oh, it's mm-hmm. a point of contention. She's, she's not out of the equation yet. She's still a very strong player. I know. It's rough, it, and, and it's so hard because. One. Because it's it's not a safe thing to say, but it's reality that at the time, inclusion was not something 
a lot of companies were thinking about, unfortunately, which mm -hmm. is how every single character except for Samus was, uh, you know, a, a cis hetero dude in the Super Nintendo game. Kirby, the most cis of hetero dudes. <laughs> yeah, he is. Look is at Kirby, him. Is Kirby trans? Let's discuss later. <laughs> he transitions all the time. <laughs> they trans. I don't even know. Fuck. I I was stupid with that. Forgive me. It, it's okay. First of all, what the fuck? Second of all, Kirby <laughs> has been referred to as male from the beginning, and that's never changed. Oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> he, Kirby's somehow uh, binary to me. I don't Birdo. know why. Shoot. Birdo, we could talk about. Luigi <laughs> is the gay icon in some circles, I hear, so. What? I honestly didn't even catch that. Yeah. To bring More the topic back <laughs> and not okay. go wildly off when we're nearing the three-hour mark. Oh, I know. We are. We're, we're, we're close. We're going to get this. Yeah, so then let's get this. Wario Peach. Okay. Wario. I think Wario. I'm outvoted. <laughs> I mean, you want you. We all want both. I know. Mm -hmm. I. It's so close that I could go either way. And, I do think the edge isn't is on... out yet. It's just Wario right. is in. Right. I do think mm -hmm. the edge is for Wario. I do. Then you're not outvoted. You agree? Yeah, I hate it. It was too close. That would it would have been a runoff election for me. Fair. I mean, I think it's a runoff election for all three of us. Ah, yep. But you gotta okay. pick one. We gotta get things moving. Yep, yep, yep. We don't have the time to dally around anymore. What? You guys didn't ask off tomorrow so we could talk about all tonight? No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. We've got. I believe that we have eight now. Four, five, six, yep. seven, eight. Yep. Okay. So, yep. two slots left. There's Peach. There's Balloon Fighter, there's Mr. Game & Watch, there's Ryota, there's Captain Falcon, and there's a Resident Evil character. <laughs> and and Resident real. Evil. Either one of them would work over the other. You could even do, like, a fucking Bowser Jr. situation where the other one's the skin. Theoretically, you could. Mm -hmm. I ain't saying we'd do that, but you could. Right. So, I think we need to pick a ninth before we address Peach again. Okay. The question is, are we going to add in a second third party with a Resident Evil character, or are we going to go with a weird racer, or with a retro choice? <laughs> My personal thought, and I know, I know the reaction from somebody, what it's going to be, but my personal thought is Falcon or Balloon Fighter. I think Balloon Fighter brings uh, a unique everything to the table. And Captain Falcon, it's complicated, but it's always going to be complicated with Captain Falcon anyways. Uh, he's he's a dude. <laughs> Ryota is also are just really a dude. They're both just dudes. Uh, but Captain Falcon, there, there's a reason he was out of the first time Dragon King or otherwise, and I think that that would still get 
brought up to debate in this timeline. Whether I it's do both think of them Mr. or Gannon. not, I, I don't know if it's both of them, but I definitely think it's one of these two for slot nine. I do think Mr. Game & Watch is the easiest out of the four um, at this point because he can be brought into melee, and we know at that point, canonically, he's Feasible. fully workable in melee, um, whereas your argument was technical. Otherwise, if there was not a technical argument, he would be the easiest to pick out of these four. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but he's the, but he's out now. For now. I, I think he's going to come back pretty soon. Um, yeah, it, it's difficult uh, to say with the remaining three or two, you may say. Um, I think it's safe to say Ryota's out now. I am uh, systematically outnumbered, even though I fundamentally disagree with your arguments. <laughs> uh, considering you, you, you are stretching across dimensions and making like 20 assumptions to get to the Falcon argument. But, hey, I mean, you have to get there somewhere. Some way, somehow. <laughs> Everything I felt like Ryota was dimensions. such a stretch, though, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Resident Resident Evil. So does that mean we're all feeling like Resident Evil at this point is un- is unnecessary? I'm not saying that. I I still think it could be considered. Like I think, I, I like I think it's going to be like we're picking a number nine right now, and the number ten is going to be a battle between Peach, Resident Evil, and whichever of these we don't choose right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. I, uh, you know, I know it's going to be not Ryota Hayami, and I'm going to choose Ryota so that way you two can hash it out and figure out which one you're going to really choose. <laughs> of course. Good lord. Santok, mm. here's the thing I don't have much of the balloon fighter knowledge, so I don't know enough about him to feel like I would get behind him. I I get, like, the fun of it, where, like, oh, it's something different kind of thing. And, I don't know, it's... I'm trying to, like, think it more through, kind of, because, like, I was going through that list, and I was, like, people of, like, characters that looked like that design, like, actually, like, kicked out, like, this seems too, like, childish. I don't know. I don't know. The, uh, this whole thing's childish. It's video games. What am I talking about? Um... I mean, I, I see Captain Falcon as promotion for F-Zero X. I think that's a large part of it. And mm-hmm. I see Balloon Fighter for a extremely unique character who may not be very strong in the air, but would be much more of an air character that has great air control uh, with their balloons. You know, they're kind of floating through the air. It's just kind of a thing they can do. Uh, kind of like Jigglypuff in a way. Honestly, hmm. Jigglypuff has great maneuverability through the air. Balloon Fighter could feel that's a, a similar idea. Uh, and as for his game, his game is a very simple NES game. Uh, tap button to rise in the air. Don't tap button to fall. Avoid the obstacles. Make it through to the next area of the stage. It's not to have a lot to it, but not a lot of NES. Not every NES game did. The Ice Climbers fucking got in. That's a good point. So I was going to say where it's like, it doesn't even sound like he's fighting. What would his moveset be? But if it's the same kind of a 
if the same kind of argument would have been put on ice climbers and we have ice climbers, it's like, well, that's not quite a sound argument against it then. Although Xantok did put forth many an argument for Captain Falcon when the discussion was Captain Falcon versus Ryota. So there is that to consider. Um, to, to offer credence to Falcon, um, not necessarily over Balloon Fighter, but in general, he's the more relevant character at the time. Nintendo is very apt to use Smash as a vehicle to advertise forthcoming games with what F-Zero X is. Okay, here's an interesting question, too, in terms of it, like, because, like, I'm wondering about, like, because I was focusing more on, like, if it was the play sale or something, kind of, like, the character of it. It's, like, I feel like people would, if if having to choose, and I'm looking at these, like, who would I want to play as? And it would be Falcon. I don't, like, uh, this is also coming from someone that doesn't have much knowledge on either. I mean, my only falcon experience is super smash you don't have it it's like comparing them all to each other it's kind of like i think falcon could pick a lot more in general i mean it is our calls for it it's not like there's other people that are going to suddenly jump on this call and determine it for us but that's just how i'm feeling on it do not invite anyone else yeah Jono, that chuckle made it sound like you would have so don't i'm sure Jono I... knows better good <laughs> yeah, based on the one time we did do that. <laughs> um. Mm. So you got? Are you guys basically at a standstill then? No. No. Okay. What are, no, what are I'm, we saying? I'm fine with Falcon. I'll just think it's between these two, and I'm okay with the being Falcon. I'm. I would pick Falcon. There you go. There you go. All right. It's number nine. Nine. So it is a it is a strange and almost unusual comfort to see him in. <laughs> I mean, right? It is. We have Peach versus Balloon Fighter versus Ryota versus Resident Evil. Hmm. John, I'm, if, I'm gonna open the floor to you. If, okay. Um, I think if it's a first-party character, at this point is Peach. Uh, I think uh, Ryota. I actually think has a still has a chance in the GameCube era. Um, Balloon Fighter always has a chance because he's going to continually be a retro option, and at some point he may get chosen. Um, but Peach is such a high-profile character compared to both of them. I also feel like if you have Captain Falcon in, it kind of makes Ryota a moot point at this point because they're both sporty characters. I would not want to put both Falcon and Ryoma in the same newcomer list. Like, in differing games, sure. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. But, um, Balloon Fighter, Peach, both of them could come in at any time. Uh, the only, the only <laughs> question I have with Peach, literally the only question is three Mario characters. Do we, do mm -hmm. we, is that too much to add in this game? We are that's... going from adding one in the Super Nintendo to, th well, you had Yoshi and Diddy, so that's technically three if you mention. I wouldn't yeah. count Diddy, uh, but I would count Yoshi at that point, so 
we had just Mario in the first game, then Bowser and Yoshi, and now are we adding Luigi and Wario and Peach? Are we going to have mm -hmm. all three of them? I, I, I don't know. Part, I, part, want, part of me I says, want to. Part, part of me says, like, yes, I want Peach, but part of me says, like, I don't know. But... It, mm. Um... So this is our tenth and final character. Yeah, tenth yeah. and final character. Okay. Um, I teach Balloon Fighter and Resident Evil. Yep. I mm -hmm. have my lean. Say it prematurely, but what do you guys think? Okay, honestly, fine. I'll, I'll say my I'll say my lean. Um, you you go first. You said honestly. Sorry. Well, we no, know, we know Kirby is <laughs> saying Peach. Yeah, I was saying Peach. I am very oh. much undecided. Got it, got it. Okay, so um, at this point, I feel like it it comes down to a first party. It it feels a little odd to me, anyway with Resident Evil at this point when you have the other two on the table. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't know if Curb might agree or not. Um, and Balloon Fighter versus Peach. On one hand, you have a very unique fighter. And on one hand, you have a Mario character who is one of the elite four of Mario games with Mario, Luigi... Peach and Bowser. Um, my argument at this point is I think it is weird to consider that Luigi, Bowser, Mario are in. Wario, Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Yoshi are in. And Peach isn't. I, I think at this point my vote would be Peach is in. She's the highest profile character. Probably the Nintendo choice. The, the most likely that they would choose as well, in, at least from what I can assume. Okay. <clears throat> Starting where you started, uh, you dismissed Resident Evil right away. I'm not going to argue against that, because like, I, I think any of these are good choices. Uh, mm -hmm. And I am fine with not arguing further for the Resident Evil characters, either Jill or Leon. Mm -hmm. um, at this point in the timeline, we've established only one third-party character has gotten into each game so far. We could have added a second, but we don't have to. So, Jill, Leon, both are gone. Okay. But then, when it comes to Balloon Fighter against Peach, I'll, I, I will say I'm hesitant just to have that much Mario, but... Both of you do not seem concerned at all. You both think uh, what... I mean, if you're concerned, you think that the... That having Peach in is worth more than the concern is. She outweighs the concern. And that's fair. Uh, I, I am good to go with Peach. I wanted to raise the question... But since you both uh, need, much like how I wasn't concerned about Resident Evil being 
mature or guns and whatever, uh, neither one of you are concerned about there being, let's say, Mario bloat. So if we're fine mm -hmm. with that, then it's Peach over Balloon Fighter. Mm -hmm. I honestly, th I honestly feel that, yeah. Because like, I guess I'm trying to. Not to use other extensive knowledge, it's making me think of like when melee happened, and they added so much Mario people. So it's like, or is that a weird thought? True, true. No, we no, got it's, Bowser. It's uh, well, we got three Mario people in melee. What am I mixing up then? I don't know because we got Bowser, Wasn't... Peach, and Doctor Mario. Oh, wait. When did Daisy and Waluigi get thrown into the mix? Well, Waluigi's not in Smash. And Daisy only just got added an ultimate. Interesting. Okay, I'm mis I'm misconfusing something. Then never mind. A few oh, well, you got Piranha Plan in ultimate though. Oh boy. <sighs> yeah, also, holy crap! We can have Mario and Doctor Mario. We can have different Marios. <laughs> I don't think Doctor Mario is ever gonna make the cut. I'm just gonna make that prediction. No, I'm fair with that. I don't think he will either. Doctor Mario only got a melee because hey, we can add in these clone characters that are very similar, or we can add in one more unique character. Let's fill out the roster with more characters. That's how mm -hmm. Dr. Mario got in. <laughs> but with that, after three hours, we've got our 10. I like this 10. <sighs> it was it was difficult, but you can't really argue the choices either. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure all three of us have characters that we wish had made the cut. Uh, mm -hmm. but that's the nature of the game. And they all have a second chance in maybe a third and a fourth and a fifth as we go through the line, uh, in the <laughs> later episodes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. I, uh, I really enjoy the discussion. At the same time, I'm afraid of future episodes potentially being much longer. We'll oh, see. they will be. They will be. I'm uh, scared of the final episode. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm only a guest in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good for you, bitch. <laughs> but yeah. uh, to recap who did make the cut we have Luigi Peach Meta Knight Tiki Fox Pikachu Mewtwo Wario Captain Falcon and Bomberman okay Woo! Cool. we did it the bomb <laughs> dot com dot com Dang it. <laughs> yes. No. Thinks you owe me a soda. He's Jesus never going to... Jono, he's never going to let us be in the same room or call again. You do know this, right? Probably so. That's okay. At least we put pants on Kirby while you're here. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that was completely involuntary. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't even need to mention Wombo in this episode. You could see just how much I want to dig a hole... And throw myself into it. You have a whole series to record, Silla. You can't do that yet. I could. Yeah, we're we're supposed to record Super Cast Brothers for the next forty years. No, oh, God, no. Oh, no. I am not committing to forty more seasons. I'm committing to. I'm committing to season five, and then we'll fucking see. Oh my God. Now then, I think that's fair. If we can get to the outro. I think so. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the third episode of our roster redux project. 
we are done with it. We now have 26 characters in Smash, which I think is one more than what Melee has, if I remember correctly. Ooh. I don't know. But next time, we'll have a new guest. Kerber's being replaced by somebody else. <laughs> and uh, there are some new rules. Well, not really new rules. The rules are expanded. By that, I mean we will be adding 13 more characters to the next one. We will now have a third-party limit of eight, so we could feasibly add oh five third-party characters. I don't wow. think that'll happen, but we theoretically could. And the date limit has increased not too far, honestly. Uh, our limit for this episode was January 31st, 1998. The limit for the next for GameCube is going to be October 31st, 1999. Not that much of an increase, but Melee came out not long after Smash 64, which is the reasoning for it. Uh, we were debating increasing that by about a year, uh, and I was looking at what characters that would add. Um, but then I was also looking at what characters we still have available. It's like, you know what? It's fine to keep things as they are. Yeah, we're, we're, fine. So we'll keep the original limit, and uh, we'll be working on it from there. Okay. Well, thank you, Curbwalker Z, for joining us. I, it was um, a pleasure. Uh, no, that was it, it was an emotional it, roller coaster. It was a good time. It was a very interesting discussion. We had some funny moments and some cursed moments, so it all worked out. Absolutely, that's that's what friendship is. <laughs> all right. With that, we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone. All right. See you later.